All right, you alien assholes. In the words of my generation, up yours! This week, a major turning point for both Hollywood blockbusters and the disaster movie genre. First, this is the Pool Scene Podcast Swim Meet Series. Shooting bottle rockets is me, Kevin, joined by Jim. You, a, you a snakes and sparklers guy? Uh, no, I'm more like the snaps you would throw on the ground. You make no. them snap things. And a very special episode because we are joined by Mag C.H. Corey Hayes. Hello, hello, hello. I, I have to assume M80s for you. I'm more of a whistling bungholes kind right. of guy. <laughs> the kids threw a bunch of those snaps in the driveway, and now I'm like stepping on them still. Dude, I'm getting shrapnel from the assholes next door that were shooting off industrial equipment at one o'clock in the fucking morning. Uh, the last time that Corey was here, we did a live watch along of a movie released the same year as this one. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about and that. And surpassed in 1996 by this one at the box office. That movie was Twister back in season one. It's crazy all the way back in season one. Which was only a year ago, but still. I'm still living in 96, so it's fine. It was a good year, man. Dude, 87 and 87, 94, 96 are like for this podcast and just like movie popularity. Those three years are so loaded. It's the go-to. This week, we are doing our second ever movie watch along. We did do a guts watch along as well. And the movie we are mystery science theatering is Independence Day starring Will Smith. Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, Robert Loja, Randy Quaid, Vivica A. Fox, among a few others. A lot. I would have put Randy Quaid first, but <laughs> you do you. I hate the uh, shell of a man Randy Quaid has become. Shell of a man? You mean a fucking nutter yes. he's become. Uh, Didn't he escape to Canada? I think I'm pretty sure. Escaped, I'm pretty yeah. sure he moved to Canada. I don't know if that had to do with his political affiliations or just being a nutter. This is clearly his peak, though. So. Oh, God, yeah. This Why and totally Cousin agree. Eddie. Yeah, this and Cousin Eddie, which are kind of the same character. <laughs> Jim, that's a lot of big names. Please give us budget, box office, and number ones at the time of release for Independence Day. Independence Day came out apropos on July the 3rd, 1996, to a budget of $75 million and made... This might rank up there with Ghost, Kevin, that we covered before when it came to between budget and what it made. This made $817 million. I think, so, a little yeah. bit more than Ghost. Yeah. Say, well, a little bit more, way more. The number one song, one of the music videos that will always stay with me. Oh, my God. You're Making Me High by Tony Braxton. You make my temperature rise. And of course, the number one movie in America, Independence Day. Oh, nothing made more not than $800 million? No, not at all. Not at all. Twister came close, but no, this was number one. All right. Thank you, Jim. I apologize as I didn't double check, but last I knew this was available on Amazon Prime and with a Hulu premium subscription. I do know it's on HBO Max. I know that for sure. It's also on TV a lot this time of year. Yeah, big time. Pretty much month of June, month of July. Although it's a two and a half hour movie. So if you're watching it on like TBS, it's like four hours. If you're going to use this podcast as a commentary track, I'm going to give you a countdown to hit play. You may be watching on DVD or VHS. So short pause. Kev, before you start the countdown, I just want to let everybody know that we are watching the extended version of Independence Day. Now, this is probably a moot point. Because I'm pretty sure that every version out there has an extended version or a theatrical version. 
Just so everybody knows, we are watching the extended version of Independence Day. And five, four, three, two, and press play. All right, there's our 20th Century Century. Fox logo. Yes. So if you did it right, you'll be seeing the uh, spotlights over 20th Century Fox. And we're going to start bullshitting over this movie. Yeah. I totally realize you could wear headphones with this. It's not going to bleed because I have no sound coming out of that. So we're good if you guys want to wear headphones. I'm so glad they never made a sequel to this. It would have been Uh, terrible. uh, Corey. No. They did. No, they they didn't. Prove it. Well, Kevin and I have a surprise about that one, too. Okay, so here we see Independence Day. July 2nd. Yeah, this movie was nicknamed ID4 because there was a 1983 movie called Independence Day that Warner Brothers owned the rights to. So this is very Leonard Part 6. There weren't four previous ones or five previous ones. They went from Independence Independence Day to Independence Day 4. 4th of July. It was just... It was a nickname for this movie that was a placeholder until they decided. Now, if they weren't able to secure the rights because of the 1983 movie, the title would have been Doomsday. And if it was Doomsday, it would have been released on Memorial Day rather than 4th of July. They, okay. were, they were actually really afraid to release this when they did because of everything else that was released. 96. Well, we've covered this already. It was a jammed pack year when it came to movie releases. Now, the other runner-ups behind Doomsday, Invasion, Uh Lazy, and my favorite, Sky on Fire. (laughs) So it would be a direct sequel to Fire in the Sky? Sky on Fire. Hey, you guys want to go see Sky on Fire? Hey, see all that moon landing stuff? Fake. Never happened. Uh, Okay, so somebody suggested recently... We did go to the moon, but the footage was faked. Did you? Okay. Somebody brought up a meme and it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. They showed a shot from a Star Trek episode where a hand was grabbing the USS Enterprise. And you're like, the video is fake. This was the technology they were using in 1969. There's no way it could have been faked. It would have been claymation. It would have been virtually. (laughs) There we go. Here's the alien ship. Not fucking claymation. Not at all. Uh, I can remember I had... Of course, with every movie, there is a associated action figure line. I remember getting an action figure for this, and it came with a floppy disk that you could play a game on. It yeah, was really yes. weird. Yeah, the toys all came with the yes. floppy disk. Now, here at the scene at SETI, we hear uh, REMs, it's the end of the world as we know it. Now, what they wanted to do was use Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, that would have been excellent. For fears. Now, why? I don't know if there was a, an issue because... Another movie we did on this podcast, Real Genius, used Very everybody true. wants to I, I don't know why it got replaced, but it did get replaced with R.E.M. Do you think that's foreshadowing? Was that on purpose? <laughs> huh. I would have been completely fine with uh, Tears for Fears here, but I get why they did this. Now, a funny, a funny fact about this. The script for this movie... Here's the signal sound. ...was uh, written pretty quickly. It was sent out on a Thursday. This movie was literally picked up instantly. It went into pre-production by Monday. Before a cast was announced? Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, just like getting budgeting together, hiring producer, hiring director. So this movie was greenlit over a weekend. Now, when it was greenlit, what budget do you think this movie was given by the studio? When it was initially greenlit that quickly. The initial greenlit over, you know, when it was 
I'm going to go 30 million. I'm going to go. They are green lit at around like 20 million. 69 million. 69? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good uh, number. 69. Yeah. 69 million is what they originally. And I think what, the, what did we say? They ended up at about double that. S- yeah, ended up at eight hundred and seventeen. Well, that's box. Oh numbers. no, seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Oh, seventy okay. million dollar so budget. That makes sense. That's crazy too, because a movie like this now would cost two to three hundred million dollars. Jesus, could you could you imagine? Although this movie did a ton of um models. They used a lot yeah. of models for this one. Which worked out better. I mean, CG was great in ninety six, as we know from Twister. Oh yeah. But uh the ghost satellite. It, it wouldn't have been the same. There's there's no way. I also find this weird that, you know, we've brought this up before on the podcast with Armageddon that it took them this short amount of time to figure out there's some big ass fucking spaceships heading towards Earth. You would know 20 some years down the road that shit was coming. Like, seriously, well, something we talked that about fucking that big. with Armageddon, which yeah. speaking of Armageddon, did you see that we are essentially performing Armageddon in real life? We're sending a, uh, some sort of craft to land on an asteroid and break it in half. I hope the guy picked his crew. Yeah. They're just doing that as a, uh, in case it's needed almost, which yeah. tells me they might yeah. know something. Yeah. Might. Yeah. That we'll never know. Yeah. Here's uh one of the best fictional presidents of all time. Bill Pullman as president, Tom Whitmore, Bill Pullman Paxton. and then. Uh, I always had a crush on her. I forget her name. Mary Mc- Mary McConnell, I believe yeah. her name was. Yeah, the daughter. No, the fuck, man, not her. <laughs> that she's played like a daughter in I don't know how many movies. It's been a ton. Kevin's favorite political talk show there, the McLaughlin Group. Uh huh. So this movie, they paid one point three million dollars for a Super Bowl commercial. And Which doesn't seem crazy nowadays. It doesn't. Off. The Great investment film was marketed with several taglines, including we've always believed we weren't alone on July 4th. We wish we were <laughs> good one. Earth. Take a good look. It could be your last and don't make plans for August. <laughs> don't make plans. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. They spent $24 million total on marketing for this movie to give you those taglines. They could have paid me half that to just say, welcome to earth. Yeah. Right. Right. Instead of don't make plans for August. Yeah. So a little background here. So the presidency of Tom Whitmore has become kind of a joke. He's like a lame duck president. They don't think he's going to be, reelected he's kind of soft they want him to beef up his image and he's kind of like oh whatever you know shit's okay i'm all right dun, dun, dun. and of course it takes one big event and he becomes the man the myth the legend with one of the most iconic speeches in movie history mm-hmm. we'll get to that at about one hour and 45 <laughs> minute mark in the movie. yeah exactly i think uh <clears throat> if this was made today they would spend two hours of the whole population of america just pretending it wasn't happening oh it, the way we live nowadays in this country yeah oh nothing to see here that's nothing that's a no. liberal plot right there in the, in the sky those are democrats we'll get to it later but the president doesn't know what area 51 is but they do say as a write-off line when they're on air force one that it was uh plausible deniability yeah. just because 
you know, once you're done being a president, you're going to be a civilian. You can't have this knowledge because guess what would happen? You're going to get gunned down. Yeah. It's funny because uh, the the U.S. military was like all on board to help with this movie and let him shoot a bunch of places, give him a bunch of equipment. And then when they learned that a bunch of the movie had to do with Area 51 and stuff, they're yeah. like, no, nah, fuck you guys. But not. now the government came out and said, no, this UFO shit's real. Well, so. And yeah, but if you read uh, the report, what reports, did they think that was going? Yeah, yeah no, like sure. yeah, we're totally right. on board your alien movie. We'll yes. help you out anyway. We can't wait. What? Area yeah, 50, Area Fifty One. No, no. Um, print caller. Yeah. Print well, caller. the the thing, even the language in those reports that came out from the military about UFOs is like, eh, it's it's a sidestep. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, I mean, it's not. They're definitive. not aliens. They're just Zoop, aircraft. Zoop dip re- relayed its information. Here's a. The man to myth, the legend, straight from Jurassic Park. Here's Ian Malcolm with uh, Judge Hirsch from Taxi. Uh, so about I'll be dead now for, for my David. Most of Goldblum's scenes in this movie are improvised, especially pretty much anything with Will Smith, anything with Judge Hirsch that you see with yeah Goldblum was improvised. You know what? I would not want Goldblum. 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 I would not want Goldblum. I'm so rich. Scripted. I've got Goldblum. Because Goldblum is just, he's one of those guys that is just, he's perfect. He's, yeah. He's just, he has that, that presence, that omnipresence where it's just like you, you go be you. you be Brundlefly. You think he improvises his uh, apartments.com commercials? Yeah. I guarantee you. Why would you give Jeff Goldblum a script? He's like, guys, I got it. I got it. Here, oh God, we get to see Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein, the legend. That. Hey, Why did you send my mother to Atlanta? love harvey firestein of course david you know just fucking ride your bike through the office lance armstrong here probably on like the 80th floor by the way too not to put the cart in front of the horse dude come on to put the cart in front of the horse doesn't uh harvey firestein's character die in traffic here he does after awful death he does he's stuck in traffic as they bomb the empire state building sorry spoiler alert yeah and the uh he's just sitting there like he says something. He's got a one-liner. We're watching the movie, obviously. Yeah. But with no sound. And I don't know this one as well as I know Twister. Here we go. We could do a sound check real quick so you guys know where we are here in three, two, one. created a race of robots. Their function is... Yo, the signal's all screwed up. Right, we're seeing the family of Randy Quaid's Russell Case. Okay, yeah, Russell, Russell Case. Russell, you dusted the wrong field. <laughs> so, I just watched a movie with uh, his son here that gets sick. I can't remember what the hell movie that was. It yeah. had to be about the daughter. Something. I think was in some stuff. She's been time, in a couple things. I, I don't know what any of them are. To go with somebody else. Here we go. Drunk ass Randy Quaid dusting the wrong field. Guy yeah, looks at his one son looks like Frank from Donnie Darko. You know what? <laughs> Shit on him as a character, all you will, but he's supporting three kids. I don't see the Kinda. older son Miguel doing anything. Yeah, they were uh freeloaders sitting in a camper. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. great. No. <laughs> No traffic. No. Just never. landing at prop plane. The only plane I've ever been on. One of those things. The only plane I've ever been on. Scary we were in, as uh, shit. Geneva a couple of weeks ago um, for Father's Day. 
and we were just walking down by the water and stuff and a plane like that went over and it was doing like all sorts of barrel rolls and loops and stuff i got a bunch of videos on my phone pretty cool some dude got killed up at uh shenango oh really doing that he was out there hot dogging over the lake and i think he tried to go under the bridge and yikes yep hey guys i'm gonna try something i never have before (laughs) hey guys you think i can make it through this little gap how like that's probably real they had to beat us over the head with uh you know just in case you didn't pick up that he's an alcoholic yeah not at all to show you oh no there's there's no secret with the with the character background judge hirsch definitely Mm -hmm. like hey we want you to play the most stereotypical jewish guy that you can possibly play yeah all right Okay, got Margaret Collin here as the White House press secretary. Good call with the subtitles, by the way. I totally forgot about it. That would help. Yeah, so there, there is a way to see what's going on. In my house, and Corey, maybe this uh, for you as well. Uh, having kids, I never thought I would be the type of person to watch stuff with subtitles. Yeah. If I, if I watch anything, I, I have to put on subtitles because yeah. like. At any given time, your kids are screaming and doing who knows what. I'm the kind of guy that if they're on the screen, I have to watch the subtitles. Yeah, it's tough not and, to, yeah. but yeah. but I can understand that with young kids, like yeah. with both of you guys. I totally get that. Yeah, so have to have to turn on the subtitles. I've been uh, watching Friday Night Lights, the series for the first time. Oh, so good! I can't get into it. You know what? I'm like twelve episodes in. I'm like, I I loved it up until season three, and then for that final fourth season, they kind of flipped it on its head a bit. Like, I don't like Smash. I don't. Riggins is a high school alcoholic. You don't like Saracen? Saracen, Saracen. I like. I like Saracen. Jason Street. Street is a fucking. He has that one in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, realistically, I, how many seasons can you make a Friday night? Well, right, yeah, they right. did they four. All graduate and uh, Michael B. Jordan's in the four. That basically got his notoriety yeah. was Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he's also in The Wire, which is a much better show. Than, I, that's one TV show I need to watch. Much oh better show God. than turn this movie off. Let's watch. Let's, <laughs> let's do a live. <laughs> let's do a live podcast of the entire series. God, can you imagine that? I'd be into it. I love The Wire. That's fantastic. That's the first thing I did when uh, COVID started. And I got sent home from work. I was like, okay. Sold drugs in Baltimore. I saw, I went to Baltimore and then I started working on the docks and then, uh, <laughs> they became a yeah, teacher. I became a teacher. Yes. It was awesome. Okay. This uh, is where Jeff Goldblum finds out what's wrong with the satellite feed problem. And he thinks the signal is just, it's a sec, 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 yeah, sequential pattern. It's very, uh, it's a very technical part here, by the sure. way. It's just going to, it just shows that he's smart. Yeah. It's going to phase itself out and everything is going to be okay. Corey, have you watched Snowfall on FX? I have not. It's um, Breaking Bad meets The Wire. Not as good as either, but All right. as a... I wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah, but, but as like a gap filler, <clears throat> yeah. if you need something to watch, uh, it's pretty good. It's about just like a... Basically, it's about the invention of crack, basically. So it takes <laughs> place... those effects. Takes place in... It's uh, not bad. So this movie won the Oscar for best visual effects. But yeah, Snowfall is yeah. just about like a kid in LA who starts selling Coke. Varsity then, Blues right there. John Moxon's dad mm-hmm. with no mustache. But then he finds a, finds a way to turn the Coke into crack and then realizes he can sell 
much more of it, make a bigger profit and stuff. And classic hero story. Yeah, exactly. If my son was a quarterback, he'd be the star. Oh, is that right? That dude looks so weird without a mustache. Guys, want to check out Varsity Blues? We did that all the way back, I think, in season one, I believe. Season one or two. Coach Bud Kilmer never coached again. <laughs> Time My dad movie. started working for the uh, Pentagon. Now, Wonder Years dad right there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like a, like secondary characters. You're like, oh, shit, that guy from that movie. This is Independence Day. And in 96, it was probably just like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Look at all these actors. Yeah, because the first television network the president would turn to in Washington, D.C. is Sky News yes. out of Britain. Sure. This is not nearly as good as the scene in Contact. Yeah. When after the news breaks and they come in and it's basically the same. It looks like the same shot. It's a bunch of people standing around, you know, watching the TV of the news. Yeah. Apocalyptic newscasts always get me. I love it. Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most wild. Well, one of the cool things about this movie is, is they hired actual news teams. There's like something like 38 news broadcasts in this movie. And in every single case, rather than hiring actors to play newscasters, they hired actual news teams to record what they were looking for because it gave it more of a realism, which makes sense. You need more of it has an effect for sure. There we go. We're going to figure out what we're going to do here. Robert Loja. It is good effects. I mean, some of this does still hold up to this day. And this is 25 years ago, which is crazy to think about that. I, they're, uh, they're planning for this whole. It's half-assed situation. It's bad. It's like, uh, here in a little bit, they kind of just float one plane out there. Like, it's like a, Hey, go fly around, see what you can figure out. And when they do the, when we get to the signal part, they they do the very close encounters thing. It's so clearly burning when it comes to the atmosphere too. You couldn't have waited like 10 minutes to send that plane up there. Any fucking scientist would go, Hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we get some breakfast first? They they let Robert Loja pick his branch of the military. So, and he chose Marines. Okay. They're like, what, what branch of the military you want to be in? He said. The Marines, obviously. Also, I'd like to think if this were to really happen, uh, Biden would not, they would not give Biden an option that I'm going to stay and I'm going to command this from up here. No chance in hell the Secret Service is going to let him be above ground with all this going down. He would be in the PIOC, which everybody is the Presidential Emergency Operations Center, which is the bunker underneath the White House. I think they send him through those tunnels at the uh, Denver airport. The uh, I would love to know about that if that was legit. The Denver airport is like six times larger than the next largest airport, and none of the, none of it is used for anything. Doesn't it have a lot of weird? There's tunnels into the mountains, but does it also have a lot of weird, like uh, like Odd Fellows and, and um, Illuminati imagery? Yeah, there's a, murals. a ton of crazy artwork. There's a uh, a gigantic horse with glowing eyes that has a dick outside david aren't you watching for those of you at home playing pool scene bingo you can go ahead and check off denver airport as one of the (laughs) subjects that you were waiting for 
All right, we'll give another uh, sound check right here. So far, the phenomenon has not caused any damage. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. We have a fix on three of the occurrences. Of you got to love the everybody, please, please be calm. It's just aliens. We're good. Now, they borrowed a bunch of that uh, set dressing from Mars Attacks, which was supposed to release closer to this movie, but because this movie got released a little bit later, they pushed it back. That's one movie I have not seen. Mars Attacks. I'm surprised they pushed it back and didn't piggyback. They didn't well, do the uh, Dante's think, Peak yeah, volcano. They let, it, let it breathe a little bit and then uh, worked better as a parody for him, I suppose. Those are two movies we have to cover here on the podcast. Volcano and Dante's Peak. You know what the funny thing is, though? If you have the Volcano's Peak DVD. I mean, Volcano's uh, Peak. <laughs> That's the uh, dollar, <laughs> dollar Tree one. The If you have the Volcano DVD, it is so out of print, it's going for a small fortune. Which one had Pierce Brosnan? That's Dante's, Dante's Peak. Okay. That's Linda Hamilton as well. Because when I think of romantic figure, I think of Linda Hamilton. That Terminator 2 kind of ruined her as far as like... I yeah. Mean, not ruined her. Terminator 2 made her this like... Fucking badass. Awesome badass. But, but then... A sex it symbol, a romantic. Her, her soft side altogether. Yeah. Oh, here comes the fact that they're making fun of Russell for the longest time saying that he was abused by aliens sexually. Speaking of soft side. So, <laughs> uh, either you two guys have any alien experiences? I mean, no, actually, I mean, there's always been times you look up actually and like, I, like, I know I'm. Yeah, no, surprisingly, I know. I've not it's, been abducted yet. I've been praying on it. Like you, like you're one of those people who hasn't been stung by a bee. You're no, like, there's always that time when you, you know, you look up in the sky and you think you see weird shit, but then you're like, ah, it's probably just a plane or something. I, and I had a, I had an experience. Me and uh, our friend Ryan, we were, uh, we were leaving West Virginia from a wrestling show and see Corey West Virginia. And, well, that's the funny thing. So we, ah, did, we didn't know we were in, we were in Parkersburg, <laughs> West Virginia, leaving a show. And we didn't really, now they say if there's, if you've been abducted, you lose sense of time a little bit. Now, maybe this is just hindsight and I don't remember very well. Is there something you want to disclose here? But we were on the side of the road and we look up and there's three big floating lights, just three like primary colored, big floating lights. And I was like, oh, that's just a factory or something. Or they're like for airplanes, you know, somebody's got a big uh, tower out there so that airplanes can not crash. But I'm like, no, those are just lights floating by themselves, not attached to anything. It was so weird. Sat there and stood, stared at it. But I think about it. I'm like, how did we end up on the side of the road? Like, why are we on the side of the road? So weird. Like everything about it. But the fact is, Parkersburg, West Virginia, yeah. is where in, injured cold, yeah, Mothman, yeah, Mothman. yeah, yeah. So, kind of neat. We just had our first appearance of the Fresh Prince. Okay, so Will Smith, his character, Captain Stephen Hiller, United States Marine Corps. Yes, Captain Stevie, Stephen this is Hiller. A wedding ring. You guys want to know who else was considered for Stephen Hiller? Okay, let me let me put myself back in 1996. Uh, yeah, who were the big 96? Now. I would only assume that I feel they like weren't casting a white. Were, was this specifically supposed to be a black actor no. or were they going white too? Okay. No. So there's, there's one person that they wanted more than anyone. Oh. Their number one choice. Their absolute like must get him. Man, Will Smith was a fallback. Eddie Murphy. No. No. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy <laughs> runs this movie. Set this movie in Memorial Day. 
Planet Earth. <laughs> it's, it's t- they make uh, eighty-four dollars. Yeah. Captain awesome. Axel Foley, so, United States Marine Eddie Corps. Eddie Murphy was the first choice. Oh, that would have been awful. Beyond Eddie Murphy, it's like uh, every time we do one of these on the podcast, it's all the same names. It's Tom Cruise, of course, Keanu Reeves. I can see it. Jo- Johnny Depp. My favorite. Corey said it would have made eighty-four dollars at Eddie Murphy. They would have owed eighty-four dollars if they would have picked. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my oh, God. Chance Boudreaux fighting the aliens. <laughs> and then <laughs> William Baldwin. Oh, right. Not yeah. even Alec. No. Billy Baldwin. William Baldwin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the one to me, I mean, if they would have went with Tom Cruise, Keanu, Johnny Depp, probably all fine. Whoa. Jean-Claude Van Damme is crazy because it's another movie where it, it's the, the muscles from Brussels playing an American military, like, with no explanation on why he's... Hey, we've got no problem with Schwarzenegger doing it yeah, over right. and over and over. Yes. So, oh, uh, God. Could you imagine Arnold being the lead in this oh, as great. Captain Stephen Hiller? Look, it's there. Come on. Goddamn alien. You Welcome to Earth. Welcome, welcome to Earth. With just a name I've like never Fred been to Mars. <laughs> I don't know, Cohagen. This is Cohagen's Revenge. Yeah. It's actually Cohagen. You guys, uh, not, Jim, did you guys go to Central Park when you went to New York? No, we did not. We did not have enough time. No. Corey, you ever been to New York? I have not. I've been a lot of places, and that's one that I have not seen yet. I hate New York City. <laughs> I hate it. I hate all big fucking cities. Listen, we might have New York City pool sceners we don't know about I don't here. care. It stinks. <laughs> Fuck em. It stinks. It, like, Ferris is it's dead. gross. There's too many people. It's so hard to get around. I mean, See, I personally enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I want to go back. Now, the, the positives are, it, like, if you're into anything, like, anything, it's there. Like, you, hey, I like specifically yeah. like wrestling toys. There's five wrestling toys. I like deep dish pizza. Sabaros is right there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody goes to Sabaros for deep dish. <laughs> there he is. Captain if Stephen uh, Hiller. Too long of a wait at the Red Lobster in Times Square. You could always <laughs> head up to. Yeah. That is crazy, though. Like, we went. In September of 19, before everything went down and being in Times Square, never being there before, even Times Square at like 1130 at night. Holy shit. It is unreal. I did really like Central Park because it's like you have one of the largest cities on Earth, just this massive packed metropolis of skyscrapers. And then there's just a big cutout section of the entire thing that's reserved. Yeah. A park with a zoo and all this other stuff is just. Pretty neat. I'll tell you one thing. Going down to World Trade Center site is quite moving because I even teared up being down there. Yeah, I've been to the Pentagon site, and that was that's a lot, man. It was offshore. It didn't happen. It was awesome. Loose change. Inside joke. Okay, Vivica Fox here. I'm sorry, Vivica A. Fox. She sure is. She's a foxy lady, let me tell you. Uh, oh, big wheel. Okay, this we're going to talk about instant institutional racism had will smith been cast as tom cruise or any of those other guys we mentioned william baldwin at will okay okay what have they captain stephen hiller yeah if if stephen hiller would have been a white actor would have they still made his wife a stripper nope no chance no no way i don't think they would have been able to pull off the uh the comedic yeah. What the hell is that smell? They hit pay dirt here with Will Smith. Welcome Granted, he was, you know, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, huge. Like, this was what made Will Smith the mega star. Now, when the last time I watched this, I thought to myself about Will Smith. 
that he must have been hanging out with Martin Lawrence a lot because his performance at a lot in a lot of points in this movie, I'm like, he's acting like Martin Lawrence yeah. more than Will Smith. Oh, wait, that's right. Bad Boys came out before this. I yeah, stand corrected. Right. And I'm like, he, he, Martin Lawrence rubbed off on him. I'm surprised this wasn't Gross. a Michael Bay movie here. It's yeah. just something with like the wife beater, I think. The, like <laughs> when you put it on, you just, Mike Lowry, David, there's my line. Like Vin Diesel when he got married in one. Oh, God. Why haven't we timed all our sound checks around Harvey, Harvey Firestein lines? Now, yeah. big shout out here to the Fruitopia, because I used to drink that like a fiend. We had a Fruitopia machine so in did middle we. school. Yeah, Junior high school, too. yeah. I can remember uh, wiping off the all the black stuff off the top of the can. Here we go. We're, for Corey, we're going to do a uh, Harvey Firestein sound check. They're positioning themselves all over the world using this one signal to synchronize their efforts in approximately six hours. The signal's going to disappear and the countdown's going to be over. And then what? Checkmate. Here we go, Harvey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I got to call my brother. I better call my housekeeper. I got to call my lawyer. Uh, forget my lawyer. Okay, Very he definitely... Said, fuck my lawyer right exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. They're probably like, listen, we'll give you... If you say fuck there, we have to give you an R rating. So, a funny... There's, there's no other fuck word in this movie exactly uh, one fuck equals r apparently in 96 so the filmmakers of this movie the writer director (laughs) producer i'm not sure who all was involved but they made stargate okay when they made stargate they had a hellish time working with people on that movie there was like a lot of like studio pushback it's a very weird movie stargate but look what it turned into a huge franchise so in this movie there are, if you know what to look for, there are certain lines and certain moments that are just jabs at the production process of Stargate. Really? This movie's kind of like a middle finger to Stargate. There's of all actually, things. There's actually a deleted scene or a scene that didn't make the cut where they fly through a Stargate billboard because they just like this. They're just pissed at Stargate. While we're on the subject of Captain Stephen Hiller, Kurt Russell. Would have been a good one. 96. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Fit right in there. Coming off of Captain Ron. He would have said. He was I, already I a captain. To, I need to wear an eye patch. Why don't we just pull in somewheres and ask directions? Yep. Captain Ron, season three. All right. Also, I am a huge Stargate nerd, by the way. You know what? I fucking love I saw show. the movie when it first came out as a kid, and I was like, what the fuck? I, I feel like the show's better than the movie. I also haven't seen the movie in 25. I, the yeah. movie was uh, Jake Busey. Right? Was it? Yeah, Jake Busey isn't. No, 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 I'm thinking Starship Troopers. Yeah, I was gonna say totally same Casper thing. Casper Van so Dien. Totally same thing. Starship Starship Troopers had a whole series in a hundred movies too, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, a lot of straight to DVD. I wish there would have been a crossover in this movie. Okay, Giant after bugs come out. Oh God, that'd be great. Okay, here's a weird thing. Like coming out of a slowly coming out of a pandemic, minus this whole Delta variant issue. Where I guess we're gonna have to be going through. Okay, these aliens arrive. Shit is going to happen. You'd think, logically, hey, Jasmine, you don't need to come into work tonight. We're not going to open up the strip club. I don't think at all. want to see strip. Actually, you know what? On second thought, <laughs> can't even finish that. It would be Club 76 on a Monday uh, if the aliens show up and they're like, Jasmine, come down. Let's, uh, you can dance a little bit. What about the aliens? Ah, they might like them too. Why not? Also, Captain Hiller. Excellent 66 Mustang here, by the way. Of course. Convertible or red. He, uh, he is a pilot. Yeah, all. of course. This movie was shot in 72 days, which is... Isn't that fucking insane? insane? How fast they turn this movie around, which for a blockbuster, 
Is that because of the budgetary restraints or is it because like Will Smith had to be on Fresh Prince and all these I, other I, they obligations? They probably wanted to just um, keep it tight, I would imagine, because of how many people were in this movie. That's a good point. Robert Loja. If you separate all the model work in the CG from the actual acting, yeah. I mean, I feel like they probably spent more more time on the models than they did filming all these scenes. I would agree. The special effects in this are really good. Like I said, they still kind of hold up. So one jab at the... Uh, Romantic Will Smith. At, the, at Stargate was Vivica A. Fox's character quits her job as a stripper here in a bit. When she leaves, she says to her boss, nice working for you, Mario, in a sarcastic manner. This is a jab at producer Mario Kassar, who forced Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin to cut scenes from Stargate. So they're so mad at him for what? cutting scenes that they Seriously, put his what? name into the movie. Fucking, okay. Stargate wasn't like the biggest thing. It, it became a bigger thing, not associated, I mean, associated with the movie, but not the movie, but Jesus. It's like, calm down, folks. If you're going to be that petty about it, just slip in a fuck Stargate in there. Yeah, really, why not? Your, your F word. Be like, where are these, these uh, aliens? They've, uh, well... <laughs> from a stargate so the uh <laughs> the harvey firestein line that we just uh, saw the line at eh, fuck my lawyer yeah was said by harvey firestein the expletive was dubbed over with forget in the final cut to keep the movie from getting an r rating one fuck yeah. gave you an well, r yeah that's how it works because uh, everybody was probably not anymore when did they switch that you're allowed one now i think you're allowed more than one fuck just to keep pg-13 i think you yeah. can uh you can use one little number. Would this movie have made any less if they had that fuck in it and became an R movie? Has anyone ever been stopped from going in a theater to see an R movie? Does, I've, is that real? I can remember being afraid of being stopped and buying tickets for other movies and then just going in, in those movies. They have, uh, but, but then again, my mom would buy tickets. I saw Friday in the theater, which as a 12, as a 11 or 12 year old white boy was like real cool. Yeah. I saw me and Morgan were like, 10 and we saw um uh board not bordello of blood uh demon knight tales okay. from the Crypt, demon knight wow and we were like 10 Yikes. years old you were something. that person that paid to go see that i love that movie the one thing about logic that i can't get into is the fact that with all this shit going down the president's still in the oval office and his wife is still out in the open which would never happen here we go back to the Nevada desert with Miguel and, uh, so how, how this spaceship supposed to be what, like six miles wide. Is it even bigger than that? Yeah. I think it's supposed it's, to be like 12 yeah. miles wide or so something that, like that. That gigantic spaceship that's like 12 miles wide was the model that they built was 65 feet. Shit. So wow. to represent, yeah, a, you know, I love that fake photo of uh, Randy Quaid in Vietnam. And of course, any news organization is not going to have two drunk guys do an interview talking about, how this guy was abused sexually by aliens. I'm surprised Sexually. there's not a, an over the top probing scene with one of those two guys as like a little payback. Yeah. And also his one drunk friend. God damn it. He was in the movie Canadian bacon with John Candy. He was oh, the suicidal God. guy. I, that just popped. Oh my God. We got a Andrew Keegan. Forgot about he was in this. Oh yeah. Uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. He was a bulb that burned out too soon, wasn't he? Yeah. I would say so. He died in this movie, I think. That's why. (laughs) For real. 
It was a creep show, a creep show too. I think so. Say what you want. I always wanted a Winnebago like this. That you know, the flat front has the W on the side. Take a road trip cross country. I would love to do that. But you look at those wheels. What are those fucking fifteen inch wheels on it? Jim, thing? I'm looking it's at I- IMDb. Yeah, There's a hefty trivia section. And funny enough, you mentioned the kiss on. Uh, well, there's, this says a scene in which Jeff Goldblum explains the nature of the alien signal and how it could be blocked was cut from the theatrical version of the film, possibly to avoid controversy as Harvey Firestein plants an unscripted kiss on an unsuspecting Goldblum. We just saw that. Yes. This is the extended this cut. This scene was restored in its entirety for the special edition, which yeah. we are watching. So that's right. I, if you're streaming on HBO Max. It might I, be the special edition. I hope it's the special edition. Or we might be off be? track a little bit. If not, we're giving you more special shit because some of these scenes are extended. Like I can tell you right now, this scene where his son just spiked his medicine. This is an extended scene. This was not in a theatrical cut where he's sick of taking medicine. He doesn't want to be, you know, special anymore. He just wants to be a kid. But now the realization, now we're back to this would be the normal theatrical thing. Don't fire. Now that is such an American thing. Don't fire at the visiting spacecraft. We got to make it great again. Yep. Assholes. All right. Here we see Harry Connick Jr., which I always thought was a interesting casting call. Yeah. They were like for Jimmy Wilder. Harry Connick's a singer. We might as well put him with Will Smith. He's a singer too, right? You know what? He's, he's really not doing anything right now. Yeah. No, he's really good in this role, though, surprisingly. Yeah. It makes me wonder who was up for this character. You know, Harry Connick is pretty good in everything he's in. He really is. When you see him in other things and you're kind of like, oh, Harry Connick. But he's, he's good. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Matthew Perry was originally offered the role of Captain Jimmy Raven Wilder. Oh, no. I pulled out last minute. Can you imagine Matt Perry in this role right here with Will Smith? NBC alum. could have been terrible. I love that. Well, we did. When we did Ghost, which was an enjoyable episode, that movie has Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. That movie, Barry, like, was almost Paul Paul Hogan. (laughs) Yeah. As, and then... Jack A. Harry as Whoopi Goldberg. As uh, Otome Brown. Otome Brown. Yeah, we, we went down some casting rabbit holes oh. for that role. And that movie made, it was like, what was it, like $9 million budget? Or, and it made $500 million. Yeah, it was, it made. But with Paul Hogan, it probably goes straight to. It was an $8 million budget. It made $585 million. Yeah. Here's a jasmine looking good stripping in front of nobody at monday nights at club 76 in austin town uh-huh. with the big proje- uh, projection screen mitsubishi tv i always wanted one of those as a kid i thought that was the coolest there wouldn't be this many strippers there to begin Does with mitsubishi still exist a car i mean but i don't think they make even, any other even goods the cars and stuff that they made yeah i feel like the only thing successful that they really ever made was the Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, thanks. But for a while, those were everywhere. Now, back in the day, though, if you wanted a big screen TV, it was a Mitsubishi TV. That was the one. Also, if you were wanting to welcome aliens, you think a painted sign like you were going to a WWE event would be like, all right, these guys seem cool. We're not going to annihilate them. They took the time and effort to go to Michael's and make a <laughs> sign. She seems like she likes to party. She does. 
if you did not know her voice, she would look like the like secretary to a 30s private detective. Like, I'll go get him, dicks. I'll you shake him down for me. That's what she looks like. Random thought. But this is a two-hour and 34-minute movie. We had to add stuff. Also, great parenting. Takes her son to the strip club. Yeah. Here's another guy we've seen a lot of in many movies. That guy plays a teamster probably in 12 movies. Because he is a teamster. It's cheap. There she is. I think that guy's in Ace Ventura. Is that the guy? Yeah. Oh, he's... uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but you're right. You look like he shaved a real mustache to put a fake one on there. He does. Look at that Apple laptop laptop in 96, everybody. Imagine, I've said this a lot. Imagine if you just said, you know, I'm going to put $10 in Apple stock in 96. Imagine what that $10 would be worth now. Okay, right here, this is an extended scene. As uh, Judd Hirsch is driving down the wrong way. Also, weirdly enough, the same Winnebago that Russell Case's family is using just happens to be here in Washington. So he is using technology. Well, technology as in a 1996 Apple laptop with a disc, a mini disc, mind you, to track where his ex-wife, who is the press secretary to the president, so is located in, in movie, the White House. This is a little hard to buy, but in this movie, Judd Hirsch is only 17 years older than... What's supposed to be his son. Oh, Jesus. And I mean, when you look at Goldblum, he doesn't really age. No, no he Judd, doesn't. No, Judd Hirsch has looked like Hoggle from the labyrinth, you know, forever. This is also an extended scene that we're watching. Yeah, right they're now. only 17 years apart, but yeah, I'm kind of. I don't know how he's been able to log into anything with no internet access, but somehow he's able to pull it off. Now we're back to the uh, theatrical where they're in front of the White House. Demonstrators are out there in full force. Probably all liberals because they would blame us for this. So, so easy to get a car out there. Yeah, right in front of the White House during 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 a national emergency. Just park it in the garage. Also, I'm gonna put up this weird device that I'm pretty sure anybody there in the crowd military would think is some sort of weapon. Serious stalking behavior here. I think that's something to worry about. Also, they never really mentioned this during this movie that like David's dad always makes fun of him for being saying he's a cable repairman, but he knows a lot more than what he ever lets on. But it's never alluded to why he knows this much. I always found that weird. Like he just triangulated her position in the White House from his 1996 Apple laptop with no Internet access from the. From his father's car. They're selling, selling himself a little short if he can do that. Exactly. Now, here we are. We're going, uh, our response to, hey, we need to make communicado with the, uh, the alien life forms. We're going to send them a light signal on a helicopter. Because, you know, you come from a million miles away. Aliens are going to be like, I get your Morse code. Fucking yeah. Thank you. Park themselves right over every major city. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh. Probably peaceful. Berlin, can you, you got your helicopter with the lights on it? We do. Thank you. So it's funny because the, the director and writer of this movie parlayed, they build that thing, parlayed the success of this movie. Roland Emmerich. Yes. Roland Emmerich, uh, David Devlin. They, they parlayed the success of this movie into 
Godzilla 1998. So they went from doing Independence Day. I bought the soundtrack. <laughs> Godzilla. Matthew Broderick, another guy that I can uh-huh. see being in this movie. Yeah. Making it terrible. I could see Matthew Broderick being Jeff Goldblum's yeah. character. Nothing more. Also, just come right on in into the Oval Office. No big deal. <laughs> You're fine. Secret Service is preoccupied. All right. It was 96. There was weird shit happening in that room. A lot of shit. <laughs> what is that, Monica? Judd Hirsch left a cigar there. <laughs> so it was got weird. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Here we are. We're going to make communication. Where do you think the front of it is? I don't know. Just go up that fucking spine thing. That'll work. I, I wonder how this would go in real life. Alien, alien spaceship shows up. America's always got to be at the forefront of doing the dumb shit rather <laughs> oh, than letting sure. the world come together and decide how to handle this. Yeah. You know, standoff. Like I always talk about the, uh, you know, the movie arrival from a few years ago, which we differ on a little bit. I just think it's real fascinating because that movie it tackles the question of like the key to all of this is just communication is yeah. finding a middle ground and how to communicate with the aliens. I could have done without the, uh, they have like time loop goo that they get on them or something. Here's the one thing I always appreciate about fictional shows utilizing the oval office at the true oval office thing is the doors on each side, the entrance doors are always soundproof thick. If you see a TV show and it's a normal door, it's very inaccurate. So this is an accurate depiction of the actual Oval Office. How accurate is this drawing he's making? Very Spot accurate. On. It's line of sight. Spot on. Come on, Kevin. You don't know about line of sight? Here we go. The curve of the earth prevents it. In order to reach each ship, well, I found a signal inside our own satellite system. That's a, that's a great. <laughs> Thought we were doing another sound check. That was what, awesome. The next wa- uh next watch along we do, we're going to be able to find a movie that we can all independently do. Like <laughs> just and a, a little impression. And we're going to keep the close caption on like we do now and just do it word for word. That's a challenge in the ready player one books. Really? They call them movie flicks or something, but it's like a, basically like a video game you get to okay. virtually live within whatever movie you want and they score you based on how accurately you recite you choose which character you want to play as and then you get scored based on the accuracy and timing and delivery of the lines that I, should have been twister for us yeah i think we blew our load there i i'm trying to think of movies that i could probably do the probably pcu oh god yeah yeah pcu there's probably a handful of characters i could do fucking Hayes and I could do Twister about word for word blind. There's something happening here. All right. They just stay there. They just wait for it. So David just found out that they're, the signal they found is a countdown, which is 25 minutes away from shit going down. So the president decides evacuate as many people out of the cities as you can in 20 minutes. Yeah. In New York, especially, that's easy to do. Now, I think it would have been funny if the aliens just were nice and then the movie just ends right here with the aliens coming out going, hi, I'm Ted. Hi. This I'm is Paul. Like Mac the arrival. I can't wait till. Which f- was an amazing movie, by the way. What, Mac and me? No, arrival. Oh. Mac and me, yes. Uh, yes you also. mean arrival or the arrival? The arrival, yes. Arrival, no. 
The Arrival with Charlie Sheen is not an amazing movie. It's a great movie. It is not an amazing it's movie. It's not as great as F9, but it's a great movie. Ugh. Especially yeah. how their legs bend backwards. Yeah, Arrival with Amy Adams. Now, you like, uh, Corey, you like um, the Christopher Nolan... Um, Interstellar? Yeah. One of my favorite movies. I need to watch I that again like to give it another I chance. I love that movie. Yeah, I've tried multiple times. What was the whole premise? There was that one thing where with every sound, like 30 years passes on Earth. Isn't that, uh, isn't that the thing? That's when we were on like, the planet that was by the black hole. Okay. <laughs> isn't that what it was? Like every 30 years? like a year passing okay. with every tick of... I'd have to look it up again. I need to watch it again and give it another movie. shot. So here we are, the people greeting the aliens on top of the uh, U.S. Bank building in downtown Los Angeles. Well, U.S. Bank building now. There's their signs. Is there a John 316 one in there anywhere? Uh, Austin there 316. Which kind of would be, yeah, around this time, this is when Austin 316 ended up becoming the thing. Well, yeah, right around there. So shit is about to go down. Harvey Firestein is stuck. Well, this is what happens when you give everyone 20 minutes Please, to evacuate. Listen, for $300 an hour, you can put me through to his house in the Hamptons. Have to do our Harvey Firestein sound check. Unfortunately, the Harvey Firestein sound checks aren't going to last much longer after this. We will tag in uh, Russell Case. Exactly. But when we get to the speech, we are playing that speech word for word. We're going to let Bill Pullman do his glory. Mrs. Whitmore, your, your father, I'm sorry, your father, your husband said, we got 20 minutes before shit's going to happen. We need you out of the city now. He told us that 15 minutes ago. It's like, fuck. She'd already be airborne and out of town by now. She'd be somewhere in Barstow or something. Who were the other uh, candidates for Whitmore? Ooh, yeah. Was there I'm any sure. Bill Pullman? Because Bill, there's no way Bill Pullman was the number one choice in 96 for this. I mean, granted, was only thing I could think of before this Lost Highway. That's about it. But I'm thinking they had to have other guys in line for President Thomas Whitmore. Who else could have been like stoic? Like Ed Harris. Ed Harris would have made a good one. Bill Paxton. Lance Henriksen. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. The. Alien ship has opened up. There's a green light. It's over the Empire State Building. Everybody's like, oh, so pretty. Now, the the ship over the White House, when they go from a distant shot, looks horrible. Yeah. Looks really bad. Yeah. All right, so the president just got off Marine One, headed towards Air Force One at Andrews Air Force yeah. Base. It's sometimes, though, we watch these movies on, on an HDTV, and they weren't... They weren't meant they for weren't it. They weren't meant for no. that. Yeah. Now like, on VHS, which we yeah. have it, but. But sometimes the newer TVs and yeah. newer technology exploits. Because if you were to go back and watch this on a standard def, you know, four by three. Like VHS. NTSC TV. Look great. It'll look fine. Yeah. Uh-oh. I like to watch movies how Time's they were up. intended. Time's up. Life uh, finds a way. And here come the dinosaurs. So at this mo- at this point, you can't think that that's a greeting light. And then all of a sudden, rut row. Guess what, everybody? The aliens are baddies. Everybody, run for your lives. Well, well you can totally outrun that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Now here's one point of logic contention coming up here. Uh, with the you know the presence of oxygen within Earth's atmosphere. I'll I'll highlight the scene when we get to it, but we got to do another Harvey Firestein sound check here. 
For the last time. For the last time. Here it comes. Goodbye, Empire State. But why they went slow-mo there with that shot? But this is all practical effects here. This isn't CG. They actually made a model for this and blew it the hell up. Goodbye, Harvey Firestein. He couldn't have done, come up with anything better than oh crap. He couldn't say shit. <laughs> yeah, but still, like. I think the amazing thing about stuff like this is you get to see actual landmarks get detonated. That was the problem I had with Armageddon because not really any big thing happened. In Deep Impact, at least you saw shit get destroyed. That's that's a quick path to a, to a blockbuster. Like, Day After Tomorrow was... A shit movie. Oh, it's horrible, but... But that's why people... Oh, look at the Statue of Liberty covered in ice. Yeah. I mean, ever since Planet of the Apes, you have to have that destroyed Statue of Liberty yeah. shot. It's a, it's a given. There goes the Capitol. Pretty much what they Which, wanted to there do. Is destroyed Statue of Liberty shot in this movie? I don't believe there is. No, actually, there isn't. I mean, you get to see the stat before shit went down, but I'm shocked they didn't have a destroyed... But I'm pretty sure when they pull out of New York skyline, like you see like the Twin Towers or something like that. Somehow Air Force One just outran a fireball and outclimbed a fireball. About how high would you say this fireball (laughs) is? I mean, it's a couple miles high. Three to four miles high, would you say? Now, this is a practical effect right here. I remember watching a behind the scenes of when they did this detonation sequence. It's quite profound now we're coming up on the scene that i brought up in question here where she escapes with the kid and their dog boomer into a side door in the tunnel but somehow the fire does not go into that tunnel because oxygen just doesn't exist in there always drove me nuts even when i was a 15 year old in the movie theaters when i saw this yeah, Jesus I always wondered, was this like a liquid fire or was this like, what is actually happening? Yeah, there's got to be a, uh, there has to be a accelerator, cal- like a, yeah, because it would have dissipated by yes. now. Once again, slow-mo because adds to dramatic effect. Now, if this was a Michael Bay movie, there'd be a shitload of lens flare. Here comes the scene here. Let's go on through the side door. I will be fine. The dog. Here we go. Dog going full Ninja Warrior. CG dog. And then all of a sudden, we're fine. Fire can't penetrate. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of July the 2nd. We have now entered July 3. The aftermath. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no. There's Destroyed Liberty. There it is. World Trade Center. The aliens were totally aware of what the United States' Independence Day was. Yeah, why the fuck don't they show the rest of the world destroyed? Why not? Fuckers. Like, oh, these people are celebrating America. Let's show them. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much what I wanted to do. The fucking neighbors I had last night, one o'clock in the morning, setting shit off like crazy. All right. Now from that deleted scene, which you get context, the kid who is sick destroyed all of his medicine. So now his body is going through changes he's throwing up by the side of the road because he doesn't have his cough syrup why did he destroy his medicine because he just wants to be a normal kid he's sick of taking medicine he just got frustrated 
Because mm. he's lived his whole life on medicine. So now he becomes a werewolf, right? He does. And this turns into werewolves versus aliens movies. <laughs> or cowboys versus aliens. Here we go. Air Force One. This is the kind of a pivotal scene where they bring up uh, Area 51, right? The Area 51. You knew then, but you did nothing. You did nothing. (laughs) I love dramatic Bill Pullman in this. Should have evacuated the city hours ago. That's the advantage of being a fighter pilot. In the Gulf War, we knew what we had to do. It's, I'm very aroused. Not that simple anymore. A lot of the people died today. I almost said Judge Hirsch. <laughs> Judge Hirsch is Thomas Wilmer. He, he could uh, realistically. How many didn't have to? <laughs> dub every line in this movie. <laughs> Robert, Robert Loja. Who I thought as a little kid, his last name was pronounced Logia. Well, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Logia. His wife's, uh, your wife didn't make the Nellis because your dumbass didn't get her out quick enough. I can only imagine what it's like to be on Air Force One. I mean, granted, like, duh, but still. What, what do you think the craziest thing that's ever happened on Air Force One was? Uh, probably when the Kazakhstani terrorist tried to kill a Harrison <laughs> Ford. Get off my plane. Like, how many presidents have had sex on Air Force One? Oh, God, you have them. to. All of them? Everyone that's been on it? Oh, God. Has there ever been a fist fight on Air Force One? Fist For fight, sure. fisting. There's probably been a ton of shit. What's the craziest drug that's ever... Did anybody do crocodile on Air Force One? <laughs> Line of cocaine. Ludes for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, there's been a ton that, of qualities. Yeah. There's uh, downtown Los Angeles, very wrecked. You know, by the palm tree, the single or two palm trees standing. Because if there wasn't a palm tree, you're like, where are they? I have no idea. All right. So now here we go. Captain Hiller, Jimmy, call sign Raven. I love this. Here's some, uh, nine bombs. Yeah. Satellite recon is nope. reliable. So the fix on our target positions will be confirmed Hold me. from the ground. Hey, Here's one of the attention. iconic lines. Something you want to add to this briefing, Captain Hiller? No, sir. Just a little anxious to get up there and whoop E.T.'s ass. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little anxious to whoop E.T.'s ass. I'll get your chance. Good hunting. Dismissed. Here it comes. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. This is, he was such a... That's a excellent casting call here. If they would have cast Tom Cruise, it would have been a little weird. Like, another pilot yeah. movie. I just wish this would have been just Top Gun 2 then. Which I think what we're going to have to do, because I believe they delayed Top Gun Maverick till like November or something like that. Why? Thing got super delayed because I think they were unsure with the virus and everything. Uh, so I think that might have to be our Thetans. next spoiler cast will end up being Top Gun Maverick. We should have just we should just bring the recording equipment, do a watch along from the theater. You know, that I saw would that be unbelievable. I saw that thing before <laughs> F9 where you could rent out the movie theater yeah. to a party. Yeah. We fucking did that. It's honestly, it's not that much. How cool it's would like that a be? A hundred bucks. That's not bad. No, it's a couple hundred bucks. Well, here's like, the problem though. We'd have to say, can you guys cut the sound in this? Why we can do the movie? No, full oh no, volume. we do it after at yeah. the theater. That'd be cool. Even in a side room. <laughs> That's an idea. The lobby room, the, <laughs> we, the fourth grade. <laughs> 12-year-old birthday party room. We might have to do that. That's 
I don't have enough friends to rent out a movie theater. There's, we got three of us. <laughs> That's all we need. I want to rent it out and then just give out free tickets to That's, the most obnoxious people that I can. Hey, what do you feel about using cell phones in the movie theater? Hey, do you guys mind if we do a spoiler cast? We're going to charge entry to all of our pool sceners. Um, have you yelled at movie screen? All right, perfect. You can come When in. I saw Scream 4. Sorry. In theaters. <laughs> Scream 4 is not that, bad. Uh, they was, should never have made more after one. That was the most insane movie theater experience that I've ever had. Um, I'm going to get another beer. Most uh, crazy movie. You want one? Most, Kev? Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Most crazy movie theater experience I've had. Kung Fu Hustle. Holy because shit. Because it reminded me of the, uh, like, what you see in, like, Last Dragon. People are just, like, fighting in the aisles. And That's got to be, like, an opium People are to me. standing I feel like people up. There were people smoking that. weed in the theater. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> unbelievable. I was, like, this is, it was fun. It was, like. I, that's how Scream 4 turned yeah. out to be. It was, like, annoying at first. Yeah. All the yelling, don't well, go in there. And it turned into. Our friend Brian yeah. pretending like he was getting electrocuted <laughs> in the seat. I mean, and like, we were fucking high fiving yeah, each other. People we didn't know. That was yeah. At that's first, how movies should be watched. I mean, like at first when you see a couple people use, uh, you know, their cell phones. Like if it's a whole theater full of people and like one or two people are using cell phones, it um, you know, it's a little annoying. Or if you're if like there's like one group talking or two groups talking, it's annoying. But if the whole theater's in on it. Like you just got strapped yeah. in for the ride yeah, for sure. I also think there should not be popcorn or any type of food allowed in during a movie. Jim's like very stringent. He just I don't mind go. drinks, but if I got to well, hear something notice, chomping. Notice when we went to F9, those girls, there were like a group of three girls. They kept fucking they leaving. walked six times out of that theater. Seriously, fuck off. It was pissing me off. I hate masturbation breaks. All right. So here in Independence <laughs> Day, they're flying their jets. They got briefed and uh, they're going up this thing that looks like a monolith. And it has a shield. Right. They find out very quickly that their uh, their ammunitions are going to do nothing. No, Kevin. Can you believe that an alien civilization would have better technology <laughs> than us? No. Right. Shoot that green shit at me. Why the alien fighter pilots? If we can't fucking hurt that big ship. Yes, they don't Why need bother? to send anybody out. Right. You know what? The greatest. Unless they have a, uh, like a Star Wars, like a one week. The one week spot. You know what? The greatest fuck you would be to. Which they do. Apparently. Yeah, right. To all of right us. Up the spaceship butthole. Yep. Would be if an alien civilization showed up that had less technology than us. Yeah. And they did more with less. That would be the biggest Listen, fuck you to guys, us. We've been done throwing our alien brethren down off our, just letting them fall. Yeah, and this doesn't be the first one to survive. They have southern accents. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yes. we were able to get warp speed like twenty years ago. <laughs> Goddamn, where the fuck happened to you guys? But that would be the biggest fuck you to human civilization. Oh, wouldn't that be disappointing? We find alien life, and we just find out they're like they're worse, they're yeah. shittier than us. Yeah. Shit, people. Yeah. Just... yeah. Here we go. Dogfight sequence here. The alien equivalent of MIGs. I feel the need. The need for green shit. All right, here we go. The biggest. I would bail so fast on this. Like on this battle. First I, off, if you have yeah. any yeah, like, smart military advisors, they're going to be like, listen, Mr. President, there's no way in no, hell we're going to survive we this. Are, we are, honestly, 
Like, as soon as they see the shield and they start sending them out, Get they should have all bailed. And honestly, they should have had weaponry from the ground shooting up at them. Get the jets to land and lure them in. To be quite honest with you, and some of the movies are very true, not this one, but I have a feeling our civilization would just be like, hey, let's fucking launch nukes at them. Yeah, see what we happens. Would. We would absolutely... Just, yeah. We would weigh weigh the risk, be like, if we launched a nuke on top of this thing, how much of the United States are we going to take out? Yeah. Well, Jimmy's dead. Jimmy, no. He deserved better. So there's uh we didn't talk this about like the a two and a half hour cigar commercial. By yeah, the way. there's there's yeah, a lot of is. cigars, which actually made me think of there's a there's a lot of Will Smith gave Vivica A. Fox a dolphin engagement ring, and she also has like a dolphin necklace. She's obsessed with Echo the Dolphin so for Genesis. So according to IMDb, after this movie's release, there was a huge uptick in the purchase of dolphin-related jewelry. Ugh. Why or how they were able to track that, I don't know. Because it increased from zero to <laughs> right? five. Anything. Yeah. Now, I'll openly admit, I've gotten a dolphin jewelry. No, I've gotten a significant other some bad jewelry decisions. Dolphin jewelry? Not dolphin jewelry. A Cleveland Indians belly button ring. That's great. Yeah. Than dolphin that's, jewelry. Yeah. That the, the girl Unless I lost my Miami they dolphin have jewelry on it. Yeah. Okay, if it had Wahoo on it, it's a collector's. It item. was the girl I lost my virginity to. I gave her that as a gift. Did she wear it? And then Pro- you probably did it? she probably never even Something had to a remember belly you button piercing. She was sleeping with multiple people besides me, so that Good. hurt. Wait, but, you don't even know if she had her belly button pierced? I don't know. I was I was distracted by all, the vagina. She had a, she had a Reds it? one. She had a Brewers okay. one. There, she was a big American. She was a big her. AL Central fan at the time. They were all giving her. Uh, You're a Brewers fan. You know what you should get me? She showed up wearing a Frank Thomas jersey. <laughs> He has uh, testosterone problems now. <laughs> yeah, no, no problems. Yeah. He has. Oh, yeah, that's no right. Yeah. Endorsed by celebrity friends. I started getting breasts, but then I realized I need to start popping these pills. Wait a minute. Aren't you the big hurt? Yeah, great nickname. Probably I was. not appropriate for Frank Thomas. <laughs> the big hurt. That's great because he's at dinner and they're like, aren't you Frank Thomas? <laughs> what I wouldn't give <laughs> for dinner with yeah. him. Like, wait a minute. I would be happy if our podcast got a testosterone supplement sponsorship you sell testosterone you contact us i don't care if it's a pill called right, beef so tits chinese right, gas where, station bone right, pills yeah a, once he up. starts running here give us a little bit of sound check okay all right because we're gonna have to get to the uh the one of his iconic lines but yeah we'll go for it right here oh bang up who's the man Huh? Who's the man? Wait till I get another plane i'm lining all your friends up right beside you i love angry will smith where you at, huh? Huh? Where you at? Tom Cruise could not do this. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> Where are you at? He broke his hand. Welcome to Earth. He punched an exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah, so... And the- knocked it out. This is Jean-Claude Van Damme punching a snake in our oh. target. Oh, you know John he would have fucking roundhouse kicked him. Imagine Jean-Claude with this line right here. That's what I call a close encounter. <laughs> Yeah. Now that is what I call a close cut. Another cigar. Um, yeah. So I tried smoking a cigar once unsuccessfully. A funny thing about the alien designer, not really funny thing. It's a great design. They asked the, whoever it is, the designer to come up with what the alien should look like. They really liked two different designs. Okay. They used them both. 
That's how they ended up at the with exos- tentacles and yeah, the exo, the exoskeleton, and then the alien that's inside. Okay, this is an extended scene right here. That part right there. After that part, fine. Actually, no, right here. Cousin Eddie. Yeah, shitter's fool. To a Russell case is coming out of his alcoholism. I'm pilot. I can fly. I'm pilot. Which, once again, a Baldwin was in this movie. Adam Baldwin, not related to the other Baldwins, where he plays the one sergeant who... Adam Baldwin's been in everything. Firefly, you name it, he's been in it. Extra scene here. That weird kid with the curly hair hitting on uh, that girl who's been in a lot of things. She's uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's Mrs. daughter. Doubtfire, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Also, Cousin Eddie, ironically, Winnebago. The whole time. The whole time. Go sniff around somewhere. Sorry, shitter's full. Closes the door. Yep. <laughs> Better than what you're sniffing. Hey, oh, sorry, wrong movie. My bad. Give me some of the yellow. Uh, we're going to get to the Area 51 ran here. Deli got sick. I feel so good. <sighs> good weather, bad weather, doesn't matter. Could go up, could go down, could go back. We can go forward, we can go side, the side. <laughs> Jeff Oldroom going to P-U-K-E. What else has she been in? Margaret Collins been in a lot of stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head, but lot, she's been in quite a few 80s movies. I know that for certain. So the funny thing about Independence Day is so smart man. We she was in Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Must, must be what you're Thank thinking. you, Corey, yes. for checking that out. I wasn't thinking Gossip Girl. No. Uh so there's this movie, obviously. There's a movie we try not to speak of too much, Independence Day Resurgence. No. Now the original yeah, no plan, and about. I don't know if that's because it's based on the novelization. Yeah, and I saw that but movie. There's Fuck. supposed to be three Independence Day movies. I remember that. There was supposed to be a triad prequel i would hope but i don't think they were going to wait 20 years for the first the the first sequel though no i don't know what made them think you know what let's do this again it's bad when 2016 will smith said nah i'm good yeah you know who should have played russell case woody harrelson oh would have been perfect because he plays that weird dude in 2012 it's perfect Uh uh-oh do we do a uh, Judd Hirsch uh, mic check? Definitely. All right. Oh, Captain, get him out of here. Hey, hey, don't tell him to shut up. You'll all be dead now if it wasn't my David. For my David. None of you did anything to prevent this. There was nothing we could do. We were totally unprepared for this. Hawks. Ah, don't give me unprepared. Bad. Come on, children. It was what, in the 1950s or whatever, you, you had that uh, spaceship. Dad, no, Dad. Dad. Yeah, that thing that you found in New Mexico. Dad. What was that? Not, not, not the spaceship. Was that Roswell? Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, Roswell. Oh, you had the Roswell, and you had the bodies. They were all locked up in, in a, the, the bunker. Where was that? David. I don't know. Area fifty-one, right? Area fifty-one. You knew then, and you did nothing. <laughs> We've got, Mister President. That's not heavy, entirely heavy uh, performance actor delivery. There. We've got oh. Judd Hirsch. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, that Robert o- Loja. That other guy, too. Yeah, and that other guy. I think we can openly, I think the three of us can say that. 
there's shit in Area 51 that nobody will probably ever know about. I don't. Professor Oaken. Data? Oaken. (laughs) I think think that Area 51, personally, I think has been blown out of proportion. You think there might be like Area 52 that's more shitty and secret? One, if there actually was anything in Area 51, why would it still be there? That's a good point. Because. The Bob Lazar stuff kind of blows me away. Like there, there's more to that. I think. Well, we talked about the uh, was it Nixon who was friends with Jackie Gleason. I told that story on the podcast. Yes. So, do you know about that, Corey? So, Jackie Gleason and Nixon were friends. Nixon used to slip his Secret Service all the time. So, this is a story from Jackie Gleason's wife after Jackie Gleason died. Nixon. Slipped his Secret Service. He used to do that a lot. He shows up in a car and he goes, Jackie, he knocks on the door. Jackie, come out with me. Takes him to some base and shows him the corpses. Oh, was that somewhere in like Florida? Yeah, or shows him the like corpses I, yeah, I of aliens inside, you know, like in this movie, just inside tubes or whatever. And it apparently ruined Jackie Gleason's life. Like Isn't after, that, can see after that, he was like unable to sleep and was like having nightmares constantly. Wow. Don't you find it amazing that Sheriff Buford T. Justice knows <laughs> about knew about aliens before anybody else did? I mean, imagine learning something like that, though. I like, hope he called him a some bitch. And uh, yeah, all right. There's the first lady. She's hurt pretty bad. No shit, Sherlock. Slow mo scene fade no out. Reason. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't get it. Going back to the salt flats. That, uh, he uh, just walked in long. Very, very long. hot in Salt Flats yeah, for, for uh, multiple reasons, but one is that it's reflective. Yeah. So, so you're getting uh, tan from all over. Yep. Our friends of the podcast, Corey and Tenza, were just at the Bonneville Salt Flats about a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They set a land speed record. Yes. They were the uh, world's fastest Indian. That's right. With Anthony Hopkins? I think so. I believe you're right. Yeah. Pretty sure Corey and Tunza tried to set a land speed record in a 98 Bonneville SSE, which good luck on that one, pal. It was actually slowest speed recorded on Slow speed. Here come the caravans of Winnebago's with Russell Case leading because somehow he's become the default captain of the Winnebago fleet. I'm pilot. (laughs) I can fly. Hey, I'm pilot. By the way. This uh, Independence Day watch long is sponsored by Corona, the number one beer for the family. Corona, mm, good. And you better hold your Corona bottle right, like Vin Diesel, or he'll With find the logo you. facing out, facing sure. out. But you got a hand grip. In the grip. new movie, he was handed a Corona that he didn't drink. I know. What the fuck was that? Yeah, we didn't even talk about that on the podcast. That's right. Can I tell you guys something? And Jim might kill me for this. I haven't seen a Fast and the Furious movie since oh, Too geez. Fast. Hoorah! Too yeah. furious. Oh God, you well, watch, don't watch any of the others and just go see nine. <laughs> just go nine. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Super confused at what the fuck happened between. If you went from two to straight to nine, yeah. you're going to be even well, more confused. I will confused. tell you, after five, just seeing previews, I'm like, what the after actual five, fuck? We're going to get a bad, bad picture there. To f- go full blown espionage James Bond movies. Yeah. How. They went from street racing to James Bond to give me the 30, give me the reader's digest 30 second. How did this happen? Okay. So well, you saw two double spoilers. Three is Tokyo drift. Adam Baldwin. Um, you know, they go to Tokyo and do the same thing. 
four, they bring back the original cast in a new supersized mission. Drug runners, basically. Five, they go to Brazil. Heist. It's a heist movie. It's the best movie. Yep. Six. But then, like, starting in, like, six. James Bondy. They introduce, like, FBI agents. Mm-hmm. And then they become part. They basically become four higher mercenaries. We are Area 51, How by the way. The fuck. Well, we were talking about. Yeah, just like it, for example, um, in Tokyo Drift, the one guy is just a bad kid who gets sent to Tokyo because he keeps getting in trouble. In nine, he's a rocket scientist. Yeah. He's a rocket scientist in nine. It also so, knows how to fly like Maverick. Flipping through the channels the other day, I see one of them is on. I think it was Six Fast, Six Furious. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, Corey, that's Fast and Furious 6. Okay, I'm that's gonna stick with six fast. <laughs> All right, and I'm pretty sure that there was a Lamborghini driving through skyscrapers. Yep, yep. No that way. Been I, that's Furious Seven. Yeah. Knowing that I hadn't seen any of these, obviously I put it on. Corey, I I'll let you borrow like every anything. single one of them. Yep. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. They go to uh, Abu Dhabi. They have to steal a supercar, a Lycan Hypersport, which yeah, a Lycan Hypersport car, which contains a a drive, a computer chip that's very. That they drive through three skyscrapers. So they basically do a bunch of donuts inside of this high-rise apartment. And then the only option is to jump the car from one skyscraper to the next, which obviously when you jump from one skyscraper to the next, you go through all that, you know, um, that steel and glass. Ladies and gentlemen, one of these times we're going to end up covering all fucking yeah, fast so and when they jump movies. they lose the brakes obviously so right, the only so option is to then jump into another that's skyscraper. definitely the only thing that would break yeah uh, so so here's yeah. the alien ship reveal from the roswell crash in 47 yep and everybody's amazed they just met dr oaken aka brent spiner who played data in star trek the next generation great yeah hell yeah great tng was a great series i'm a big trek fan this doesn't get a lot of opportunity in this movie he doesn't he gets the shaft i was pretty sure that he got killed in this movie he does yeah and he most definitely appears in this hypothetical sequel that doesn't exist you know what not i think about it i think he is back in that movie yeah i think you're right about that because i remember there was a point in that movie and i guess spoiler alert we'll tell you guys we're going to be we're going to be covering uh, Resurgence. We're going to do this as a, a double feature pack. But I remember when my dad and I went to see this sequel because my dad was like, oh, Independence Day, let's go. So we went. I think within 10 or 15 minutes, my dad looked at me in the movie theater and he's like, what the fuck <laughs> are we watching? Because I remember being excited for it. And this came out only five years ago, the sequel. It is a pile of shit that I think Will Smith just looked at it and went you know what fuck this i don't want anything I to do with it have not and it's his son who plays I his have role not basically seen it so part of me wants to not even like take notes and it's just watch it just and find out reaction yeah. that was another thing that i did put on flipping through the channels i want to say it was like 
it was a couple months ago. Yeah. And I happened to see it. And it was like halfway through again, knowing it was going to be a shit. Pile, I put it on and I did see. Now, let's put this into perspective. Uh, I just. Oak so from, is it a pile of shit in comparison to this or just if it were a standalone movie if called, it was a stand, uh, called Resurgence? If it was a standalone movie called Resurgence, it's a pile of shit too. Because it's bad. Uh, I just bought it for five bucks at the exchange steelbook edition. Independence okay. Day wow. led to a lot of alien movies getting Oh, made. it did. Now, like. Or you like uh, Battle for La- Battle Los Angeles? Battle for Los Angeles yeah, yeah, is a yeah. decent one. Did you really like that movie, it Battle was, Los Angeles? It was the ride that I expected when I got on. Aaron Eckhart, I like Aaron Eckhart a lot. That movie I've watched twice. I had to give it a second shot, and I'm just like, I like. The, I feel like it's missing the something. story of the actual event the first time that supposedly it. happened. Yeah, like the true life event that supposedly happened is so fascinating to think about because. It wasn't just like one guy that was like, oh, there's a battle between the military and, yeah. and aliens. And, uh, you know, they men in black to everyone and told them, forget about it. This was like a whole city full of people saw this go down yeah. and vouched for it. Speaking of men in black, that probably came shortly after this movie for Will Smith. One year later, it came yep. out in 97. You yep. had a hot streak there. Right here, we see the aliens in the, uh, in the tubes with the um, formaldehyde, I can only assume. And the big shocker there, guys, I hate to tell you, these aliens are far more advanced. Here's your no shit statement of the movie. Oh, no, no, no. All I did was stumble upon their, their signal. I don't know how helpful I can be. I would have been so curious. Guys, we're running on budget here. Who can we get to be this president role? I don't know. Fucking. Hey, Roland, I saw it Lost Highway last week. <laughs> Give me Bill Pullman. And uh, Robert Loge has in Lost Highway, I think. Is he really? Yeah. I think he died. No, I don't. I'm not sure. Here Did we go. Just watch the, uh, the Sinner. Mm-mm. Pullman's actually very good in that show. Pullman just. Actually, like, you'd be surprised. Right. Pullman that literally. Just, boy go places. Pullman literally just did an Independence Day commercial for Budweiser. I being that. President Whitmore. Really? Yeah. Being the Budweiser spokesman, doing oh, the boy. speech with Budweiser thrown into it. You know what's great, though? With them thinking of, you know, Tom Cruise and everybody else, Will Smith looks like as if he was, you would believe him if he was an actor, that he was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Now, Tom Cruise, no. no. The other guys, no. Will Smith, fucking is so I'm trying perfect. to make okay. Depp in nineteen. Tom Cruise alien that movie that's fucking yeah. awesome, lived, I repeat. Never seen it. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Is that Edge of Tomorrow? Yes. Isn't that another same, name for it? Okay, name. yeah, yep. I saw that. They're coming out with a sequel, yep. aren't they? Yep. That's a good movie. That movie fucking rules. I didn't even mind a Obli- Was it Oblivion? Yeah, see, that's the thing. He released, like, two of the same movie at the same time. I still much. like to think they're, they're Scientology yeah, movies, they, but uh, whatever. Edge of Tomorrow, I don't remember what it was called first, but they changed the title. I think it was I Live, Die, Repeat. I think I thought it was Edge of Tomorrow, oh. and then the tagline was Live, Die, Repeat. And then I'm pretty sure. But they, they released it as Edge of Tomorrow. And then they changed it to Live, Die, Repeat for a DVD release. Oh, okay. Don't make plans for August. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's see. Here we go. This is kind of an extended scene here where, you know, these extended scenes, they get rid of it. And I don't understand why, because there's a lot of logic. I watched this movie a thousand times when I was younger. Yeah. None of those times were the extended version. Yeah, it was just a theatrical release. But some of these have a lot more context. For guys like us, this is perfect because we like that minutia. Like here he's showing here this these signals that kind of look matrixy. This is pre-matrix. 
hey, I know what these mean. Here's this on my 96 Apple laptop. Figure this shit out. But of course, like real quick, the second movie literally takes place 20 years after this one, and they've been able to harvest and all the alien technology they went up against. And then lo and behold, the aliens come back, but they know their technology now. They were able to harvest all of our uh, Mitsubishi flat screen TVs. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so this says, so Edge of Tomorrow was originally called All You Need Is Kill. And they, all you like need is kill. Band. Yeah, All You Need Is Kill was the original I love that title song. based off a, a book. And then they called it Edge of Tomorrow. The dude wasn't into it, so... The dude from Cheers? Eventually, <laughs> they they nudged it towards Live, Die, Repeat, and then that became the remarketing after. And then it's Live, Die, Repeat, Ed, Edge of Tomorrow. But then it's funny, because now the sequel is called All You Need Is Kill. <laughs> oh, so, is it really? Yeah. All You Need Is Kill. <laughs> Alright, so we got more. Here, Russell Casey are trying to Logically being, you know, listen, my son needs help. This is an extended scene. They're bringing the, it's gotta be. Yeah. They're bringing the alien into area 51. He's out of his medicine. Troy Russell case stepping up and being a fucking father and not just a drunk crop duster. Russell, you opened the wrong door. (laughs) This movie was like, we need to get all of the actors that have been in the most movies. All they're missing is Clint Howard. Playing something. How the fuck is Clint Howard not in this? He should movie? be the president. <laughs> oh God! Just balding white people were lining up to get into the studio. <laughs> he should have played uh, Will Smith's character. Here's the. I believe this is the spot where they decide to nuke Houston. <laughs> and guess what? Didn't fucking work. This is where, in real life, as the American president, you would coerce the leader of a foreign nation to nuke one of their cities before we would attempt to nuke ours. Like probably one of the ones out in the desert. Yeah. Over the Persian Gulf. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm still convinced. Baghdad? I'm still Do convinced it. in a situation like this, I still question the amount of power that the president has. Uh, what, against like the Joint Chiefs of the Staff? Yeah, just like making a decision. Like the president seems like he'd be the, like, end all be all but if you get into a situation where there's like aliens there's got to be like subsects of codes that give the military more power than the president and the men in black yeah because some of these dipshit presidents you have they're like i mean like the one we we had before well what do the aliens look like are they do they look nice i've listed they're good people they're great people have we dumped water on them they're huge yeah dump water now we've what heard with a baseball bat because I used to play baseball. Speaking of uh, beach movies, spoiler potentially for uh, um, what are we feeling about the M Night Shyamalan beach movie? Old? You mean Lost? I just saw oh, a trailer, trailer for that for the first time last. I don't night, know what to I, think. I honestly wasn't paying attention until halfway through. I don't know, man. I'm so scarred from the happening. Yeah. Yeah, we, we covered on this podcast. And I brought this up during the happening, Corey, and I, I want your insight. For the longest time, I thought the M in M. Night stood for mid. So I thought his name was Midnight Shyamalan. That's fucking <laughs> legit. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, I love it. Midnight I thought Shyamalan. it made sense. I always thought it was Midnight Shyamalan, but he was too say My name's like 
could mid-dar or mid-a-mesh or whatever, but I thought the M was midnight Shyamalan. That is, it should be. Thank you. But no, I saw the trailer. I'm like, so they're doing, is this kind of like lost, but all these kids are aging when they touch the water. And so that guy obviously blew it out of the fucking park early on in his career. Oh yeah. He blew his load quick. And then everybody's like, we're done with your bullshit. After the village, you know, the, I yeah, think. the village people were kind of like a couple of those are that? serviceable. Lady in the water happened, and everybody's like, I don't know about this guy. And then, like, like I so like much uh, Devil. Going on. The Devil was good. Devil was good. Yeah. And then the happening. Yeah, I saw but, the happening in theaters oh, twice. <laughs> Kevin and I rewatched that for the episode. Oh my god, it's so great. It was. I went on a, on the worst first date. <laughs> you went life. with that movie. So oh man, this oh, hellacious boy. thunderstorm hit. Yeah. A tree fell in front of my truck on the way out to Boardman. I sh- I sh- you knew then. Hey, and you did <laughs> nothing. Not <laughs> so I get all the way out there, and yeah. then I, I just had to sit there while it happened to me. Pardon the pun. It was, it was horrible. And then right. I went back the next week because it was so bad. It's one of the, the it best hurt part me that it was a Shaman movie Listen, that sucked that much because that was I'm still t- like he was teetering on like, I'm just here to use the bathroom and we're going to leave. Okay. The best thing about it is the fact that it's Marky Mark because like, I feel like another actor could have sold it a lot better. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker, yeah. but like, uh, the fact that it's Marky Mark and like watching him try and have these like inner dialogues about it's gotta be the wind. It's the wind. The cast. Would you stop talking? I'm trying to fucking figure out. The cast I just went to Schwarzenegger. Awful. People that I like. The alien like just Marky spread Mark. eagled. Yeah. Uh, Zooey Deschanel. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, she, she's crazy bad in there. They're fucking terrible. Speaking of crazy movie theater experiences, immediately the first time I saw that, and it was opening night. Oh, my God. But uh, that when that guy got ran over by the lawnmower, and people are just like, oh, yeah. up oh, gloriously God. laughing. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, I feel like that was a teetering point for me where it could have, the mood of the theater might have did it for now, but no, that movie is terrible. <laughs> Now the um here we go the the alien yeah this is open. essentially the alien autopsy which yeah. if you owned on bootleg DVD God remember the <laughs> everything it's real it's fucking totally real real now all of a sudden we got the telepathic sounds <laughs> it's like a little alien within the exoskeleton who they don't have vocal cords so he no. has to use the uh, telepathic yeah the doctor's vocal cords to talk here release me. Yes. Can there be peace with start the reactor? Nope. Nope. Corey, did you ever finish the leftovers? Quay. I did. I meant to text you about that. Oh God, here we go. Fucking loved that. I tried to Jim watched one episode. I can't do it. Nah, I didn't. But like I told it. him I was like, fuck Jim. Get through season <laughs> one. You. I was like, get through season one. <sighs> because season two is one of the best series one of, of the best seasons of any ever, show ever ever i got it's kevin so at fucking national geographic the may 72 edition that's yeah. awesome yeah i uh i was telling dana like you watch a show it's great you really like where it's going season two and then the how do i say this without being a major spoiler yeah you know i don't the, what i would say is the lost like uh expose episode when they have that episode of The Leftovers where it, Dude, international espionage. Yes. 
Ooh, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And I couldn't stop watching. I know. And I'm like, this is a train wreck. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, I'm like, God damn it. Holy shit. And then they do it a couple show. more times. They do it. And then, uh, but uh, what I get stuck in my head constantly, Kevin's dad with the Aborigine tribes, <laughs> like the, the music trying to finish the song. Season three was, we get the full alien outside of the exoskeleton shot. It was good, and I I enjoy the way that it wrapped everything. Yes, up. The oh, so, I I did not expect it to. I don't want to say it was a good, yeah, happy ending, well, but I mean I, I didn't expect everything to get wrapped up in, in a decent bow like that. And I thought the acting well, it's was like I told you, it's incredible. like Damon Lindelof is like, I'm gonna address everything I fucked up on Lost. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna fix everything. I'm gonna land this plane correctly. No peace, no justice, no peace. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's insane. And then I love the finale. I, I love I like too. the last two, really three did, episodes, yeah. how it like it goes in full steam ahead. Leading towards what I thought would be a disaster. And it was. Yes. And, no. and that and excuse me for forgetting her name right now. But the Nora Nora from still yeah. right here. Hometown girl. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Oh, she's in Carrie show. Coon. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, Carrie Coon, yeah. So insane. It's she's so good on that show that they were forced to make her the main character. And they did. Because and it, and it worked. I mean, the final episode of that show is literally named The Book of Nora because it became her show because she was like so insanely good. Oh, by the way, they just killed oh. the alien and Oaken. And Oaken was already dead. Now here's That's where what you think. President Whitmore, yeah, exactly. This is where Whitmore, when he was telepathically linked with the alien, he's just saying he saw what they do. They move from planet to planet. The whole civilization. And we apologize that instead of talking about Independence Day, we're talking about the leftovers. Slides. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jim and everyone else, get through, season one of the leftovers oh. is not bad. It's not bad by I, any stretch I of the imagination. It. It's, it. it's just... Season one is its own thing. It's a slow start. And then get to season two and, and you you're need like that slow start. Yeah. It, it's necessary. Opening that that trailer door in season two. Dude. Didn't see it coming. I thought there was gonna be more like with his back piece and stuff that I thought would be <laughs> would play into it. Cause every time they showed yeah. his like entire Yeah, he's whole a, ass a back very tattooed tattoo, dude. I was like, oh I do like that uh a story story goes that uh he has a very big donger in real life. Jesus. How can he not? So, right. I mean, just look at Justin Thoreau and like, but uh, they made a joke of it because in the other episode where he, the president, and he has to identify himself with his, his dong. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the aliens are just, uh, how big are, are the aliens here? dongs? They got to be packing. Right now, David is completely drunk. And he just says, fuck it, let him destroy the world, and I'm just going to get drunk, and why didn't you love me? Why did you leave me? Because she left him for ambition. I mean, how could you pass up a job in the White House? But David just spilled so much of that booze, man. David's also still wearing their wedding ring, even though they are... uh, Is it a dolphin wedding? It's got to be a dolphin (laughs) ring. I would hope so. It's an echo. Miami Dolphins wedding ring. David, you'll catch cold. (laughs) 
I wish David here was, he was playing his role of New Jersey from Buckaroo Bonsai. Yep. Oh, what was that? Oh, fuck. I forgot the line for Buckaroo Bonsai. I was leading into that. Fuck it. Never mind. Corona's kicking in. Family. I am Groot. <laughs> Funny thing about Vin Diesel is he's not in this movie. He's so terrible. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad he found his niche with Fast and Furious. Because yeah. It's make him, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in one of the movies, he gets married. His bride, Letty, is wearing a beautiful wedding dress that her she name lettuce. went and picked out. And then they pan over to him. He's wearing a ribbed tank top to his wedding. Yeah, and I'm like, fun. okay, this kind of like, got white pants on. It's kind of like has to be a quick like secret wedding. It's like a boys to men video. It does. But I'm like, it's oh like a secret God, wedding. So I'm like, it okay, it's fine. But then I'm like, but she has a wedding dress, so she obviously had time to go and get a dress. There's some stealth bombers. And the thing is, though, we see Vin Diesel dressed up in the movies. We do? We do. In when, Seven. With a, with a mechanic shirt? That's no, in, in Seven, he's wearing a, a suit and tie. He's wearing a full tux for the uh, oh, Sheik's thing. Yeah. yeah, but he makes a comment about it. All right, so here is the point in the movie where the president decides, hey, we're going to nuke Houston, and let's, uh, let's show these fuckers. All right, speaking of dress code, is it mandatory that a president wears a suit and tie? No. Because I'm wearing basketball shorts and like a I'm gonna be naked. shirt. President, Mr. President, your dick's out again. I'm like, he's wearing the same stuff that he left in. I think this is like. A, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. There's got to be clothes on Air Force One, though. You'd think he would have some sort of. You would have to think with pajamas with all this shit going down. Nobody's really showering at all. Oh, it smells great. No. Look at some of those people down in Area 51 who have been what down there for years. Because they even say in this movie, we haven't been outside much, which alludes to the fact they have not seen the outside world in potentially years. Yeah, Oaken said they don't let us out much. Which, quite frankly, is that a bad thing? Probably not. The way our society has become. Oaken's not allowed within 500 feet of a middle school, so. 500 feet's gracious. <laughs> then three miles. All right, so what are, what are we doing here with the stealth bombers? Uh, we are going on the. Look at the bastards. They are using a cruise missile. Delivery from a, a F-117A stealth fighter into the alien spacecraft thinking, you know what? This nuke, this conventional human nuclear cruise missile is going to take their shields down. Here we go. I bet you guys don't know what happens. You ready for the suspense? Uh, the movie's over. <laughs> oh, Wonder if people cheered in the theater for this. They had to have. People are like, so stupid. At the end. <laughs> yeah. The end of this movie, you know, when of course his national security advisor is jumping to the gun thing and all right, we did it. We that fucking guy, nuked uh, Houston. That guy just died last year, didn't he? By Hakeem Elijahwan. What? I believe that guy died. I cannot remember. Who the guy who playing Mr. Nimsey? That guy? That guy. He might have. That guy kind of looks like Bill Paxton. He I wonder does. if that's why he's they got a little bit of He's in a bunch of stuff too. So I'm still disappointed that Pepsi didn't give that guy his stealth bomber. Do you know that controversy? What? No. So they used to do the Pepsi points and they had a commercial for Pepsi points where there's like a kid walking down the sidewalk and he's like dribbling a Pepsi basketball and they're like, Pepsi basketball, 500 points. He's got a Pepsi trapper keeper and they're like, stealth Pepsi, bomber. <laughs> Pepsi trap, Pepsi trapper keeper, hundred points at the end of the commercial, a stealth bomber descends on a school ground and it's like, Stealth Bomber, 500,000 points. Well, you could go on 
the website and buy Pepsi points. So you could like save as many as you wanted and then you could buy the remainder. And they were like 10 cents a piece or something. Well, however many points it was, this guy's like, okay, Pepsi, I want to buy a stealth bomber. And they're like, that's obviously a joke. And he's like, no, I want my fucking stealth bomber now. I wonder who because he voted like, for four years ago. Because it was like, what What did stealth bomber cost in 1995? Probably, uh, probably a, a billion, 30, 40 million something million. like that. Yeah. And this would have been like $5 million for a stealth bomber. So the guy's like, I want my stealth bomber. He took Pepsi to court and I think they settled outside of court for like, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, I have all my tickets and fucking tokens from pocket change park when it was in the Eastwood mall. I didn't get jack shit for that. I want a biplane from Marlboro (laughs) (laughs) with a snake on it. All right, here we go. Captain Steven Hiller took a helicopter from Nellis. I'm sorry. No, from area 51. And he's here to rescue his dolphin lady. He found his wife. He found the dolphin Pre- necklace. Cell phone. Yeah. Okay. Leonard versus PepsiCo. The Leonard stealth part bom- six. The, the stealth bomber was valued. This was uh, actually an AV8 Harrier two jump jet. Oh, so it right wasn't on. a stealth. It was valued at thirty three point eight million dollars. It's like six hundred points. The it was seven million Pepsi points is what was in the commercial. And it's our judicial system, everybody. To all of our European area pool sceners out there, that's the bullshit we have going on here in this country where you could sue anybody for dumb shit. Okay. Pivotal scene here. The president and his daughter arrive at the hospital where to find his wife, Aileen. And the doctor said, listen, she's bleeding eternally. If she, we would have got to her earlier, we would have been able to do something. So she's dying. So Pepsi got the military involved and no one, nothing happened. Pepsi never cashed his check. So they just gave his money back. And um, the military came in and said he wouldn't have been able to do anything with this thing. Cause well, I would hope so. Yeah. It, you know, needed to be demilitarized. So, uh, which got the stripped right one, its baby. ability. They would have had uh-huh. to strip its ability to land and take off vertically. Oh, great. So you can sit in it if you want. You want to make it into a camper well, or it could be like a lethal weapon. Just have the boat in the driveway. Got a stealth bomber out on my uh, patio. Watch lethal weapon last night with the missus. She's never seen any of the lethal weapons before. Just watch the first one. Just the first one that we covered here on the podcast. Again, Put cheap it plug in your mouth. Amanda, Amanda Hunsaker. <laughs> yeah, Riggs. And I told her right off the bat. I'm like, listen. You get credit tits in this. It's like right off the bat, tits. And she's like, you're lying. I'm like, look, tits. Credit, Richard Donner, tit. <laughs> you get uh, Mel Gibson's bare ass. You get Murtaugh in the tub with his family. <laughs> fucking looking at his dick. He is so, I will go to my grave saying, those kids look straight at their father's dick He's in that bathtub. He's naked in a bathtub. And they bring no a bubbles. The entire family comes in with a cake. And sit, sit on the side of the tub. And he doesn't like, like say like, wait a minute. <laughs> like president's wife is dead. Yeah. His dick was completely out. Sad little <laughs> dick just floating yeah, vertically in right. the tub. Right. His wife died quite quickly here. Yeah. They had to put her down. Yeah. She seemed all right until she died. I'll tell you something though, for his wife just dying, her mom just dying. She takes this little girl. Hey, that's the girl from, uh, that's uh, Arrested Development. That's the girlfriend. That's Mae Whitman? 
Uh, I think, so. yeah. I think it's Mae Whitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm yeah, My, yeah. Michael from Sarah's girlfriend. Sandlot. I cannot remember her name. The girl I can't that. either. So she's also in Good Girls on Netflix recently. Oh, really? Yeah, not a bad show. What's the news cycle at the time of this movie? I mean, imagine like if Twitter and shit yeah, was invented. Job. Let's look. That's all the news is twenty four seven. Yeah, Clinton yeah. blowjob. Right. Are we are we talking like and, in uh, real life? I'm just saying like okay, president's wife dies just before the Olympic bombing. President's wife dies. What? What's reported? Does it even make the back page of the news? Because in the scheme of things, I'm like looking up the, the news movie? now. Yeah, talk, I mean oh, the I movie. You're talking actually no. 1996. Now a lot happened in 1996, but I just mean like in the ski, like in this movie. I feel like the news is is done for. I yeah, like, like they're not, not even happening. They're just uh, saying like on hiatus. Uh, you're telling me that this would have usurped uh, Spice Girls releasing "Wannabe" on uh-huh. July the eighth, right? Yeah. Uh so we would totally would have got a Spice Girls PSA about aliens. Yeah, I just mean like the news in an alien invasion. Oh my god! You, okay, you're not gonna believe this. You know we've basically talked about this movie being sponsored by cigars. Really On July is. the 13th, Cigar wins his record 16th straight horse race. Wow, horse named Cigar. Wow. Go figure. Why they name him Cigar? Did it have anything to do with Monica Lewinsky? Probably his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hung like a horse. See what else happened in 1996. MSNBC debuted on July the 15th of 96. Thank God. Uh, Yep. The Summer Olympics opened on the 19th in Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. Wayne Gretzky, fan of the show, signed a two-year deal with the Rangers in 96. Yeah. Uh, Like those Ranger squads. Dale Strawberry hit his 300th home run. Daryl Strawberry, all right. Kennewick man, the remains of his a prehistoric man is discovered near Kennewick, Washington. Cool. Uh. So, but but back to my original question: it, within this universe of the movie, Dolly the sheep is cloned. Jim, do you think that the news just throws in the towel and says we're not even going to bother? What with all this shit going yeah. down? Oh, this is twenty four seven. See, they could get the broadcast out. I well, think exactly. All the, yeah, that's maybe, a good, all the satellites have been wrecked. Jeff Goldblum hasn't been at work in a few days. Oh, yeah. plus they even said like when they start coordinating near the end of this movie, they all use Morse code. So yeah, that's say so the satellites no are wrecked. Okay, no news. There's no social media. No news. So no one knows that the president's wife is dead. Yeah, nobody would know. The cone has gone silent. Nice. <laughs> we're not watching Twister. Going green. All right. So David, with help from his father, David, get out the floor before you catch a cold. He decided that, you know what, Julius, that's amazing. He gives the alien spacecraft a computer virus that will bring down their shields. So. Julius Levinson, who might be the MVP of this movie, saves planet Earth because of David thinking about putting into a computer virus. I, I love in these movies that there's always a convenient cast member or a character who's just like is a hacker yeah. or can just pull. He has a virus in his pocket on a flash drive. You know. Why, but, why was he able to walk up to it and put the Coke can on it? Yeah. We do see some. Ooh, that's an excellent point because the shields would be up. We see some foreshadowing earlier when they first show us the ship and the aliens. They said, you guys are trying to fly this thing. 
but they can't figure it out. We got the di- uh, diagram explanation of what he's going to do. So they give him like Congressional Medal of Honor. They have to. Yep. Got to give him something. Well, we're going to uh, have to um, fly their alien craft out of our atmosphere and dock with you it. You can so tell this here, is improvised. Uh, as oh, yeah. Satellite photos. We then up, upload huh, the huh. virus. We then set off some kind of uh, explosion, which will disable it, and that will disorient the smaller ships below, and that could buy it, I think, at least some time to... Uh, to take processing. Them, take them out, take them down, do your, do your stuff. <laughs> That's why <laughs> they made this in 74 days. Yeah, they did yeah. write a fucking I love it, though, because if they let Goldblum improvise all his scenes, it comes off so much more natural and realistic. I, agree. Yeah. I, I hate movie dialogue when it's so, you know, canned and, and just rewritten and rewritten and rewritten because yeah. they have script doctors come in. But when you have somebody that's just like, I'm, I know what I'm saying. Like, I'm just going to get up there and say it. Yeah. I like the ums and the ahs because that's how people talk. Mm-hmm. He'll never top his first role, which is the rapist in Death Wish. <laughs> I love him personally in The Big Chill because that's my favorite movie of all time. His, his first on-screen performance involved the C word. <sighs> Incredible. <laughs> he says credible? Wow. Yeah. That's a C word. He's also wearing a ribbed shirt for her pleasure. Still, though, nothing will scare me more than when I was a little kid and I saw him as Brundlefly. Scared the fuck out of me. Here we go. The uh, spaceship is floating. Guys, we're going to. All right, here we go. The realization that we're going to be able to fly this thing. That's what they're going to do. Here we go. Jeff Goldblum gives the because uh, him and Whitmore do not get along at all because he kind of blames. Yeah, they had a little bit of a Donny Brook. They did. They got into a fight, and it also doesn't help that his his ex wife decided to leave David for her job for the president, being an advisor. All right, so now we have the super team of Will Smith and the the Blooms. All the bullshit you just said. It's my Will Smith impression. Hope you liked it. It's crazy to think of a time where Jeff Goldblum is substantially more jacked than Will Smith. It's, it's weird. But here we have it. Here we go. The president's finally sick of this guy's bullshit. Throws him up against. Wow. Like sexual harassment. Hey, he was fucking dogging his wife that just died. Saying that he's not psychologically fit. Say what you want. Margaret Collin, I think, looks really good here. Not bad. I know. She, uh, she's uh, very nice. Trying to keep it PC. We don't need an R rating here, folks. Come on. As I get older and watch these movies where, that I saw as a kid, and I assume that everybody in these movies was an adult, they were so much older than me. Now looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking older than some of these people. This is terrible. Yeah, isn't it fucking nuts? Here we are in the Iraqi desert with uh, the uh, the allies in hiding or getting a Morse code message from us, the uh, the Americans saying, "Hey, we know how to take these bastards down. We're gonna do it." Here we go. It's from the Americans. They want to organize a counteroffensive. It's about bloody time. What do they plan to do? What the oh. hell were you guys doing for the last 
48 hours. I also like the fact, oh, here's stereotypes. Let's try to play a song that sounds like it's from the hunt for Red October because they're Russian. Just slugging vodka. Exactly. I love that the British guy in the Iraqi desert, they could not have given him a more English name than Alec Kingsley. Okay. Talk about a fucking stereotype there. This whole movie is one stereotype after another. Very interesting that they were able to find Morse code shit just laying around. We're going to hook it all up. Now, what are the chances that these units in hiding are going to have Morse code capability? Like, hey, we just have this shit laying around here in the Iraqi desert. Let's do it. Saddam didn't take it. Here it is. Oh, here we go. So where Adam Baldwin's character saying, hey, we need pilots. Military training is preferable, but anybody that could fly could be useful. I hope the subtitle says. I can fly. I'm pilot. <laughs> the subtitle say I'm a Thanks, pilot. buddy. And that is incorrect. I can oh, fly. I can fly. I'm pilot. God, look how out of it he is. They would not. I don't care how desperate they are. Get him some coffee. To get these bastards. They're not handing a million dollar craft to a drunk. So funny thing is, in the original version of this, he was not supposed to get accepted. So he tried to volunteer. So he was denied. They were like, you're an alcoholic. Please go away. And then, so I won't mention it yet, but what he does later then ends up being a rogue. Okay. A rogue act. Yeah. But. Originally in the script, he's turn away. Oh, that'd have been an interesting way if they would have kept that. Yep. And then he decides for himself, like, hey, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make my kids proud. I wonder why, though, because at it, this point, what do you have to lose? Yeah. yeah. Like, doing it ro- like Rogue is, um, it's like neat because he's like, I'm not doing it for the glory. And doing it this way, everybody kind of knows what he does. What he does. You have 30 seconds to get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Good luck, gentlemen. <laughs> so an interesting thing from this movie being 1996 and being, you know, the biggest movie of the year is they chose to go pretty much 100% orchestral with the score and stuff. Big time. They didn't have an Independence Day soundtrack. It would have ruined it. It would have yeah, been yeah. right. It totally would have. It would. It, it just wouldn't have fit. Like I don't want to see them heading towards the alien spacecraft with highway to hell plane. Right. I just don't. <laughs> I turned that exoskeleton into gelatin. They could have had Will Smith do a welcome <laughs> to Earth, like a wild, wild west. Yes, yes. They could have had him do a whole thing. I'm so glad that happened after this movie, though, because well, if that Men was in Black, the thing it that he totally was doing, worked. Yeah, yeah. Good thing John Peters didn't produce this movie because there would have been a giant fucking spider in this one too all right here we go they're gonna do the really quick wedding of jasmine and steven with witnesses they're gonna have an actual dolphin there jeff Goldblum puts the moves on his uh his ex-wife i mean it's it's the final days of earth what what do we got to lose bringing a real dolphin there would that be great if he just bequeathed her a massive he's holding it in his arms a giant fucking dolphin I said, here you go, honey. He, still he, alive. Dolphin. He jams a <laughs> big water. Ass, he jams a big ass diamond in its blowhole. And it says, here you go. I got this at SeaWorld. Just shoves it. Shoves her hand completely. They, just, they the should dolphin. just sit a dolphin upright in a chair. <laughs> <be> a <laughs> it's Flipper. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's Darwin. There it is. That's terrible. I cannot believe there was an uptick. Uh, I, well, again, I, that's just a. What kind of per? I mean, I guess there's that gives her a sequest. We went to Piercing overlaps. Pagoda and asked them. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dolphin stuff you guys got? I was trying to think of the people that would buy a dolphin ring next to the people that would base their decisions off of Independence Day. And I bet there's oh, a huge overlap. There used to there. be a gigantic clientele of people who would wear dolphin rings that came into a store we worked at together. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Which, frankly, we should have sold dolphin rings at. Surprised we didn't. Yeah. Okay, so they're married. Now, that's Will Smith's real oldest son. His, that kid? Really? That, maybe not. I, that's I not that Jaden. I thought that was, he has a kid older than Jaden that's not to Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, no, I've seen that little kid. All right, uh, here that comes. That kid cannot fit the name scheme then. There's yeah. no way that kid. Yeah. All right, we're coming up on the speech. We're going to play this in, oh, its, yeah. in its entirety, folks, because this needs to be here. So okay, here so we go. Real quick thing about this. It was filmed on August 6, 1995 in front of an old airplane hangar. That housed Anola Gay. Nice. Which dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima In less than 50 hour, years earlier. Aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial launching. battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. Keep mankind, doing, Julius. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. Well, we will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist and should we win the day the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday but as the day when the world declared in one voice we will not go quietly into the night we will not vanish without a fight we're going to live on we're going to survive today we celebrate our Independence Day. That was an extra line. Today we celebrate our Independence Day oh, because it had to man. do with those rights to getting the oh, name oh, Independence Day. Memorial. Today yeah. we're celebrating Doomsday. Yeah, what? Because, yeah, our Independence Day. God damn. Because if they wouldn't have got the rights to Independence Day, it would have been Doomsday. That gives me fucking would, goosebumps. Would have been released on Memorial Day. So. I could not Don't um, make plans for August. <laughs> Can you imagine a modern president doing that speech without a speechwriter? I couldn't even imagine. Like, there have been great orator, like orating presidents, Kennedy, a lot of them, but speechwriters. I couldn't imagine Obama doing that line. You know, today, um, we celebrate our Independence Day. You know, it just doesn't have That's that has Martin gravitas. King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Will, that is not Will Smith's son in this, but there is a Will Smith, the third, who goes by Trey. Trey Smith. And he was in the Just Two of Us video, but he does not belong to Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh. Who, uh, it's the first baby mama. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Baby mama. And uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was supposed to be in this movie. I don't remember in what role. 
but she was filming The Nutty Professor. That turned into with a, Eddie Murphy, who wow. was supposed to be in this movie. That turned into a weird marriage. It's thing. very weird because every day she reveals something else about her relationship with Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you wonder about that. Because it totally seems like they had an open marriage, perhaps? Yeah, because there was like an announcement like five years ago or something that they were getting divorced. And then... Was she banging some other... that What's that guy she was... Uh, wasn't he a rapper or... Ray J. <laughs> Everybody did that. I don't know. Goddamn Kim Kardashian. Fuck. Chuggo. Chuggo. <laughs> Come on, fuck a guy! Hit over the Chuggo choke. He should have been in this movie. Chuggo? Well, Chuggo is Captain Hiller. Should have been on the soundtrack. Ladies and gentlemen, you're wondering who the hell is Chuggo. Go on YouTube right now. Or actually, after you listen to this, listen to this first. More important. Look up Chuggo. And what's the name of that song again? Ah, uh, come on. Ah, uh, come guy. on. Ah, uh, come on. Fuck a guy. Uh, go on there and watch, watch Chuggo. It's something to behold. This podcast brought to you by Skull Scepters. <laughs> <laughs> At every effect. That, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah. my God. Every computer effect known to man. All right, so they are boarding the alien fighter, about ready to head off to the mothership to deliver the computer virus. Um, can he? Good morning, Dave. Nice 2001 reference there. Is he capable of withstanding this flight? Who are we talking about, David? Yeah. Probably not. Let's be honest. None of these guys. You, you think he, well, then again, Russell did fly in yeah. Vietnam. At so. least he flies planes. Yeah. Well, and he was a fighter pilot of, yeah, in right. Vietnam. But even without that, you know, at least he flies planes. Now, David being in there is. Who gets uh, air sick. sick. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So we're going to go into orbit. Air Force One, which is essentially, you know, a, a, a hotel in flight. What would your guys, okay, throw question. What would your victory dance be? What would be the one thing? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no, like. Suck it, David. I told you to suck it. Get down there. This is my victory dance. You knew then. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you warn me first? You knew then. <laughs> And you did not. Let's do a little area. What's that called? Area 69. Area 69. Uh, oh, my God. What would your... Oh, Jesus. I never want to pay so taxes fast. again. I want to stay at something <laughs> called the White Horse. White House. White House. He wants yeah. to stay in Lincoln bedroom of the White House for the summer. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yep. 56 tickets in seven states. <laughs> Armageddon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Flight controls, fuckers. I can't. Here's the thing. People shit on me, and this is going to be a video game thing. I do not know how to do video games without using flight control. So up is down, yeah. down is up. That just natural. Inverted. Yes, I have to do yeah, inverted. It's also called inverted. inverted. <laughs> it's very true. All right, here we go. For amazing, no practice whatsoever, able yeah. to just fly it, do some fucking air show. Fucking 360s. Couldn't figure out how to fly it in 60 years, but we put seat belts in there. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. I still desperately want a Contra movie to be made. With oh God, that'd be fucking yeah, crazy. Bill just fighting aliens, big giant aliens, just 
like I would stylized. Hope, I would have a feeling they would have to work in the Contra code somewhere. Yes, some or the Konami code, I should call it. All right, he's getting sick. Not feeling too good. I can imagine. Yeah, because he's going to fucking low orbit. For God's sake. I mean, sake. he just got uh he got air sick on the Air Force One, so how is he surviving doing flips in space? That's good good contra impression. Surviving in the Air Force Ones. That's Nelly, that's not Contra. I- you know the contra theme, the opening. Fuck you. Air Force One. Rob the jewelry store, tell him make me a grill. <laughs> Get that spread gun. We got a Nelly Contra mashup. Oh my god. <laughs> Nelly and Ludacris playing Lance and Bill. Oh. They'll somehow make it fast ten. Fast ten your seatbelts. I still like Fast 10 at Ridgemont High. That's the best. That needs to happen. Okay, so you would think that they're like, listen, okay, we're going to get them up there first before we send out any of these jet fighters, right, to do this. No, we'll send them early. Why not? That doesn't look bad for 25 years old. It really doesn't. Almost everything that I've seen is held up. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, we are watching, once again, everybody, we were watching the special edition standard DVD of. (laughs) Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. 30 guys. I fucked up. Do it again. Reset. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I don't have 30 guys. You know, it's amazing watching guys do the run of that with just three guys. I got it's pretty good. Amazing. I got pretty good. There would, I would get to like five or six. Uh, yeah. Before I'd have to bail. Speaking of video games, they came out with the independence day video game for PlayStation one. They did. I remember renting it. I remember the polygon mess that it was <laughs> trying to fly. It was like a weird star Fox kind of, you know, it was bad though, because of environmental pop-ups like, okay, I'm doing good. Next thing you know, you're in a fucking mountain. So star Fox for super Nintendo. I used to love, and I try and play it now. It's so much slow down. It's like a headache. It's bad. It's a nightmare. I used to love it. And then you have, What's his name? Slappy or whatever that frog's name pops up all the time. He yells at you. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think I ever got beyond the first level of Independence Day, if you could call it that. But I remember blowing up the alien spacecraft, and I think it literally was the first level. I don't remember playing it, but PlayStation 1. Wow. Everything, every game, very polygonal, ever. and if there was a movie, the PlayStation One had a game for it. If say, there was anything, say what you want. You go back on some of those games back then. There was a polygonal mess, but give me the Resident Evil games from back then. Yeah, still fucking great. Soundtracks are great. How come they never made a Mist movie? Oh. Blue Pages, Blue Pages. Why do I have a feeling that they did though? They made a Mist movie. I have a feeling it might have been a straight two Hope type not. movie. All right, so we are in the alien spacecraft. Here's the lineup of the aliens. Yeah. Almost looking nearly Predator-ish. Jim, give us a, when we get some dialogue again, give us a sound check here in a moment. Give me a sound check, right? Yeah. So people can tell where we're at, where we're at. 
lot, there's not much audio in, I mean, vocal audio yeah. in this scene. But here we'll pot it up right now as they're about ready to dock with the mother ship. Getting there. There he is. She is. Whatever it is. I don't like this. This, this is stupid. They can see us. Oh, no, no, no. This thing comes fully loaded. Hammock from radio, reclining bucket seats, and power windows. That was all improvised. They had to add that. <laughs> had to have. Because Goldblum said it. They're like, shit, there's two weeks of special effects we got to add. <laughs> That's crazy he did this in 72 days. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I mean, they shot it in 72 days. They yeah. did post-production oh, Yeah, post days. took a lot of, but. Took okay. another week. So he is synced up with the mothership. He's delivering the virus using DOS, apparently. Yeah. C colon backslash start game. No beating around the bush either. Just a big flashing yep. uploading virus. Yep. Bar. Oh, that's how it looks for hackers. Why in God's name? This is this is all you have left when it comes to an air assault. Fucking wait. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Cool your jets literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get everybody inside. Upload complete. Virus is in. That thing doesn't look so great. No, it doesn't. No, it's actually, uh, it's pretty bad. All we can do now. They used, they right. literally used KY jelly to make the aliens look slimy. That's what they did. When they made the puppets or the practical alien monsters, they. I was just looked at. Uh, Wikipedia, we also have another person that was looked at to be Captain Stephen Hiller. 50 Tyson was also looked at <laughs> being Captain Stephen Hiller. I thought Hiller. I told you. I'm 50 Tyson. <laughs> Sweet 17. And Eli hey. Porter from <laughs> I did that. Alright, virus ineffective. No shit. Get out of there. Loja. Get your people out of there. Yeah. Let my people go. All right, the press. First off, who in their right mind, the cabinet, the vice president, everybody has been killed. Uh huh. Let's let the president of the United States, the only executive left, fly. Fly. Yeah. Well, we yeah, don't need a continuity of government. Well, Keeper so Southern is actually, actually waiting. In I was talking about the, um, you know, the news cycle earlier. When the news goes back live, <laughs> where do you start? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the president, after his wife died, he flew a plane into the in the mission, and uh, many other alien stories coming up. It'd be an interesting uh, the Rachel 80s. Maddow show. I mean, we lived through well, September 11th when it happened. Yeah. It was yeah. that was all the news was for six months, pretty much. It was nothing but September 11th, and it it's obviously been 20 years. I don't recall a lot of like commercials. No, no. And looking back on it, I can't imagine. Do you recall something this? cutting it? Like, could a, you imagine you got a pre sun commercial? You got a producer. Uh, but do you remember this pre sun got an actual piece of merchandise? The hell is that? Oh my god! These things are highly sought after. They sell for as much as a hundred dollars. All right, Kevin, you want to want to describe what you're showing? So it's a a pin like you'd wear on your shirt or jacket, and it is uh. A logo of a nine, and then it's nine one one nine eleven. But the twin towers make up the one. Yeah, the north and south tower. Then you see the Hooters logo, and it says oh. Hooters remembers, let freedom wing, and that's sought after. Yes, God. I mean, how could it not be? It yeah. was. It, it's that um, not in the best taste. There's a, a phrase for it. Is when 
and it's worse than ever now Boring. because of social social media. Anytime something happens, yeah, brands feel the need to address it. Do I care whether Hooters addresses 9-11 or not? Everybody, nobody's going to come out with like a pro 9-11 stance. It's not like Giant Eagle is going to tweet like, you know, good. Well, it wasn't so bad. We, 9-11 happened. Let's go to the Giant Eagle Twitter account. Hashtag good. Those, bu- those buildings were ugly anyway. I'm glad yeah. they're gone. So it's, it's just weird that companies were like, we're going to show everyone our support. Why? And now they can, they don't have to make pins. They can do it through tweets. Yeah. But now anytime something happens like red lobster, you know, standing strong with COVID, it's like, why? Yeah. Why do they have to say it? So if their stance on COVID is the stance that like they keep their lobsters in that fucking aquarium for what? Two years. The brown water. <laughs> All right. So they've allowed everybody into area 51 because the assault is on first off in real life. They would let all these people die before they would let anybody in a top secret area. I feel like the secret's out. Here's the cheap thing right here. This could be our last night on earth. You don't want to die a virgin. Do you? So where are you going to, where are you going to do it right there in front of everybody? Why not? You're just going to bend her over an alien artifact. If we do, we'll both die virgins. All right. He must be churchy. Uh, yeah. Big explosion. Could have been him. <laughs> the, the timing of the subtitle there. Yeah. It's amazing. They edit that out of the theatrical version. We uh, go straight to. Originally, those two little kids had that dialogue. And then <laughs> they were like, it's more appropriate. <laughs> you give don't it want to the do you? It's not a. Er, yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right. Live at the fight. Yeah, they're, they're just running out of missiles, sir. This thing is fucking six miles wide. We have no uh, no help from any other countries. No, it's you like know, nobody else. It's like the 03 Iraq War. Oh, this we'll is go on. Just happening in the United States. Yeah, they don't care. They're just like fuck them. Now this is straight from the Independence Day video game, where it's like you gotta fire, destroy the primary weapon. No, the president. Why? Why Sorry, I just ripped ass. It's not going to smell great. Cool. The Corona's kicking in. Most All people's right. complaint about Corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now the yeah, we're getting ready to destroy Area 51. They're over the Area 51. The president has one missile left. Eagle 1, Fox 2, Sidewinder missile. Heat seeker. Wow. Good one. Nothing. That's an NI negative impact. I'm out of missiles. Eagle two. I'm on it. All right. Well, we're SOL. What shall we do? I think we're done. All the missiles have been fired. We need to get out of here. President who shouldn't be in the fucking fighter plane. Makes a call. Guess who it is, everybody? Russell Case, sir. Has one missile left. You know it's him because of the red helmet. Yeah, he's like Goose. <laughs> Good thing Maverick isn't piloting this or he'd be fucking dead. Launch him into the canopy. Fuck Maverick. I said it. He killed Goose. You got a problem with it? Facebook page. DM me. Uh, we're going to have to put, put some sound up for this. I never knew it was Russell Case with two S's. Yeah, it's like Russell Cassie. Yeah, it's like, Russell Cassie, sir. Let's give Mr. Case some cover. Gentlemen, 
Let's plow the road. With what? You got no missiles. Well, guns, Kevin. Cool. It's the American guns that, way. Guns that have Why proven so like effective lasers? against these. We'll draw them off and it'll be all yours. <laughs> Look out. i through. I've got tone. Remember me? Eagle 20. Oh, perfect. They're dead, Kevin. They're done, Corey. Uh-oh. Malfunction. Launch failure. Eagle 20. So if he says it again, it'll happen. Nope, didn't happen. It's jammed. Were Don't we, we sure have any nukes? Were we sure that one missile was going to do anything anyway? <laughs> do it for her, Simpson season one. Tell do my, me a favor. Tell my childrens. Tell my children I love them very much. How old is his oldest son? Has to be oh, 16, 17. Well, are they going to be able to live on their own anymore? No. They have a Winnebago. Foster care. Maybe the government will take care of Let's happen. Well, this is what will happen in real life. Your your father saved everybody. We're going to put you into foster yeah. care. <laughs> and we're, we're not going to let anybody know who your dad was. That kid, the, the older brother's going to end up with a drug problem and end up taking over a building and killing 50 people. The irony is that he ends up shoving something up their ass, yes. and then uh, <laughs> he ends up uh, getting the final blow. Now, the explosion of this uh, plane would cause everybody. exactly what they were trying to prevent. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it would still destroy everything. Yeah. Because, Including the president who yes. cannot get out of the No, no way. Fast enough when would, that thing that explosion would sky. cause probably some sort of large vacuum. It just, Here's the thing. We're out of pilots, so the, we're just gonna have the president lead the fucking fighter battalion. That fucking general would be in that plane before the yes. president would get even anywhere. I mean, near one it. more plane makes all the difference. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe it does if you're willing to fly into there. That fucking guy should be in a plane. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's Adam Baldwin. Bill Paxton's uh, fake. Yeah, if they do Twister two, that's it. And don't say Night of the Twisters. Okay, <laughs> Night of the Twisters. Shut up. Just as good. All right, so they took down. We we fucking hell yeah, we did it. So what happened to all their planes that they had deployed? Did they blow up when the plane blowed up? Blowed up. <laughs> okay, there when we the go. fucking plane blowed <laughs> up. When the plane, uh, when their ship blew up, did all their individual aircrafts also expire? Um, you mean ours? Theirs. Oh, theirs. Yeah. Probably, I don't, probably not. I would say because we didn't gun them all down. No, yeah, yeah, they don't have shields, but we didn't get them all. So yeah. All right, so we're back in the mothership. They took the window screen away. They're about ready to do their victory dance. David says checkmate because he plays chess with his father. You'd all be dead now if it wasn't for my David. So he pulls out his stogie, which smoking a cigar is a very difficult thing. I tried it once and died. Didn't work real well. Why did you try to smoke a cigar? I was at our friend Jason's. Was it Jason's? Yeah, where I was at his wedding reception, 
and everybody got like cigars they passed them out. Well, I'll, I'll try it. I try. I couldn't figure out. I didn't like the goddamn thing, <laughs> let alone try to puff on it. So I ended up just handing it off to somebody else. And then we were doing the locomotion. Oh. And I'll never forget. Somebody, I was like, I need a beer. So somebody handed me a fucking Dixie cup full of liquid. I drink it. All cigar it's, ashes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. I fucking spit that out. Oh, man. That was also, we had cardboard cutouts of the Power Rangers there, too. It was pretty much fun. Yeah, it's crazy the power of a cigar when you go somewhere oh. and one person smoking a cigar. You go to a flea market. Yeah. One person smoking a cigar three aisles over. And yeah. yeah. You could still stink up the whole fairground. It's, it's an experience. Bad looking. That's right. I'll take my Corona. Family. Family. Wish I could do a Vin Diesel. That's so a Vin Diesel has a weird accent. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> All we drink here is Corona. I wonder if he made more money from uh, Groot or all of the Fast and Furious oh, geez, movies. I can't imagine. Don't forget Triple X. Yeah. Triple X. The Xander Zone. X-Fast, the uh, X Furious. The, the Riddick. Best thing about the Riddick's was Escape from Butcher Bay for Xbox. Uh, it's a great that game. That game rules. Great game. And, uh, and then Iron Giant. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, so they have escaped now. They have to get out of the mothership. Well, there's see, those ships didn't explode or anything. No, because they're protected in the mothership. Yeah. All right. That mothership seems to have some poor design issues. It's also a big motherfucker, too. Mother bitch. <laughs> Stop side seat driving. Somebody really wrote that line. Here's the thing, too. They got 20 seconds to escape before the bomb detonates. And, of course, sorry, everybody, they get out. There's no way they survive the nuclear detonation of a 12-mile... No. We've talked about this in so many movies. Yeah. Like in Armageddon, yep. when they finally... Zero when, barrier? Harry, yeah, when Harry sticks around... We win, Gracie. himself. The other, like, ship is... Like, it's only... Like, it would the explosion would kill him. Oh, big time. Yeah, it makes no sense in these movies. And that's why I really liked Interstellar. There were a lot of... They because a lot of realism. Like, like, well, and yeah. Okay, so they narrowly escape. Elvis has left the building. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, I love you, man. When we went to the 4th of July parade, somebody said to us, was telling my mom that there were elephants going to be here. And my mom was like, Elvis is going to be here. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, mom, Elvis. Yeah, and he's he back. said, no, elephants. And she goes, oh, elephants. I said, I wish it was Elvis. It's the whole gang of Elvises. But instead, no, it was indeed fucking elephants. So. That, w- that we hate elephants. It's what they were using the elephants to promote. Well, it, those elephants were miserable. They were like, just not having it. Yeah. Marching down hot pavement. Yeah. You know, 92 degrees. Just elephant, somebody on their back. Yeah. All right. So there's the uh, not so good uh, special effects mat there. Who's going to win the contract to do the cleanup of the alien spaceship? That guy next to the president. Yeah. <laughs> now we are, uh, I w- Africa, the uh, ships destroyed over the pyramids and the Gobi Desert and Kilimanjaro and. Sydney. Yep. If it, you know, only know it's Sydney if the opera house is there. Yeah. Cause everybody, yeah, all of a sudden Paul Hogan went knife. Yep. 
They were back. That's got a smell in there. It, there's got to be a smell. That guy who came in smells. I'm he sure. looks like he smells like piss. One of my dad's brothers. <laughs> Other Marlboro man. And you're you're just going to call the president Tom? I don't think so. He's Why always not? Mr. President, asshole. It's been so long since we've seen a cigar. I know. We're, we're waiting on a cigar here. Oh, no. We will have cigar scene coming up here. It's impressive that Robert Loja ascended this high after being an assistant college football coach. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. For Texas State. <laughs> I was just going to say he's Hector Elizondo. Right, here we go. Another cigar scene coming up here, sponsored by Cigar, your favorite Cuban. I'm glad they could fly up there, blow yeah. up the mothership, and land within like yeah. 20 miles of uh-huh. where they left. Yeah. Convenience. Jeff Goldblum's got a weird walk. There he does. He, yeah. He should have learned from Buckaroo Banzai all that walking they do in the closing credits. Also covered that on the pod. Now. Get that bitch a dolphin ring. <laughs> they, sw- they become swingers. They swap in uh, resurgence. Yeah. Here's a real question. The entire government has been killed except for the president. Could you imagine like after this all happens the next day, leaders of any type of party would just start well, I we should have the vice presidency. And then one day later, that's when the division happens all over again. Yeah. Did they address the huge population loss? No, none the of these movies do. Like, none of, didn't like, even present the fact that hundreds of millions of people died. We talk about that like in the Fast and Furious movies. It's so yeah. many people die in each of those. I mean, it's any action movie in any action sequence. How many people die? Yeah. Marvel movies. How Building many people die? And like, yeah. that doesn't look good there. But as long as our main characters don't, we're good. Happy Fourth of July, Daddy. I wish somebody would call me Munchkin. Really miss my mom. Her mom just died. Oh, I like, was like, what? Her mom died, <laughs> what, 12 hours ago. It's true. She doesn't even care. Oh, they're going to get killed by mothership shrapnel now? Yeah. Yeah, this is not safe. Everybody <laughs> should be in a bunker. Oh, my God. There it is. Directed by Roland Emmerich. That's right. Written by Dean Devlin. Yeah, and as Jim said, we're going to do a package deal. Mm-hmm. We are going to return to the Independence Day universe to cover Resurgence. Yes. Won't be doing a live watch along with that one. No, it's just a normal we'll episode. summarize it for you. Give you the uh, breakdown minutes. of the best scenes, the worst scenes, the logic issues. And I'm excited. I have not seen it. So. And we're going to release, and I will release both of these at the same time. So not only will you get this. You'll get resurgence same day on a Monday. We just don't know when yet. It'll be a part of season six. Any so. guesses on what a third uh, movie will be called? Uh, Ascension. I hope there never it's will gotta be. It's got to be the beginning. It's got to be yeah. a prequel. Yeah. With with the big uh, dude like on the alien planet. Early nineties comeback with uh, television right now. I feel like they would have like a nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been a long one. We appreciate you sticking around to the end. And uh, I know we got off track a bit. 
It was fun. Time. It's a long movie, everybody. It's a very long and movie. And this is the special edition that of it. May may or may not need like we just sat down and watched it, you know, but I don't know if it needs to be that long, but I also don't know what would be cut. I don't I think the only difference between the special edition which you watched here with the extended scenes and the theatrical, I really think it's only a difference of like Maybe right, five or six think, minutes. Do you think there's a half hour of this movie that could be cut to take it down to a two hour movie? I think so. I don't know what you cut out. That's what I mean. I don't, I don't either. There's you need you need the family scenes with Russell, you know, to give him the humanity because mm-hmm. otherwise you're sacrificing somebody. You need that about. redemption story. He gets redemption. You need the wedding between um, you know, Will Smith and Vivica Fox. Yep, Dolphin. Yep, and the Dolphin stuff. The the drawn out like battle scenes I feel like are necessary to yeah. show the shields and to yeah, kill you, Harry Connick Jr. Right, right. It it would be tough. It would be really tough to cut a half hour from this movie. And oh God, wait till you see the mess that the second is that one, one two is. and a half hours. No, it's it's shorter. It's an hour, Fifteen minutes. But it's not bad. The Here, let me look real version, quick. The stuff that they cut out in the theatrical version didn't like it, the five minutes that it saved. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. It's always weird when you watch a movie and they do that, that they cut something or add something or have you ever watched, do you ever watch, um, second one is two hours on the dot. Okay. So it's about three minutes plus. Uh, delete, uh, like deleted scenes or alternate endings yeah. to a movie. Yeah. I was talking about joy ride, watch joy ride, like the movie. Dude, I love decent. the movie, but then you watch the deleted scenes or the alternate endings. And in the one alternating, he just gets out of his truck and he's just some hillbilly dude. Yeah. And you're like, this just ruined the movie. This yeah. isn't the real ending. But just knowing that this exists and seeing this, it ruins the whole oh, movie. Ironically enough, Independence Day Resurgence was the one of Robert Loge's final projects before he passed yeah. away. And it was dedicated to him. Great. But yeah, 100 and, uh, 120 minutes long. Uh, and I will go into later when we cover that. But yeah, it. Fuck. All right. Well, what a movie that blew me away the theatrical version versus the director's cut was the descent. Yeah. Cause the version that I saw was the director's cut and it was fucking phenomenal horror movie. Yep. Perfect. Great. And then I found out that there was a sequel and I'm thinking how the hell Yeah, not to spoil a 15 year old movie, but I'm thinking there's no, a sequel to what they all die. They're yeah. stuck in the cave. Corey. So no, wait. the theatrical version is, no, there's she. Everything's yep. fine. She ended up in the hospital, and mm. so exactly you've never seen all of Resurgence, then, have you? You've only seen like clips, yeah, literally five minutes. So I think it's only right when, since we've done this, that we have you back to do Resurgence with the three of us. So Kevin's never seen it. You have only seen bits of it. I've seen all of hey, it. Corey, you haven't done a, a regular episode with us yet. You've done two yeah, watch long. I'd love so. to. That'd be great. Yeah. So I think we're we'll line that up here. So I can't wait to ruin a franchise. All right, Happy everyone. Independence Day, yeah. everybody. Happy Independence Day. <laughs> Silencia.